Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word money to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeart Radio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's money to 200-200. We were just thinking about striking, that's all. We were thinking, everyone else is doing, doing it, it, right? I'm doing it. You going to strike? Yeah. Should we just do it? Yeah. Well. All right, all right let's, uh, we're going to go. Stop it. Stop it. Now right. we're now we're going to get in. You're going to get island, uh, silent signal uh, emails or anyway. Hey, hey, it's your morning ritual. Way too behind the scenes. It's your morning ritual. Me, Gary Lewis, KNST AM seven ninety two sounds most stimulating talk. It's Friday. We've made it. And there are three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, history has been made, and yet um, it's like the media is not like saying it's like that big of a of a deal, which is crazy to me. Uh, Kim Jong Un, the North Korean killer. Walked across the DMZ, met with the South Korean leader. First time, by the way, in over 65 years, the North Korean leader has walked across the border to South Korea. And uh, both leaders pledge to have peace and denuclearize the peninsula. How? I mean, that's Trump's going to get us into World War Three, calling the guy Rocket Man, all this. Oh, this is crazy. This guy's the worst. Red for red teachers want to impeach trump oh yeah it's terrible oh look at that now granted even trump has tweeted out this morning basically let's just have a little let's make sure everything's going to be good basically you can't trust a uh, dictator who's a ruthless killer and i totally get that but this is a historic thing that has happened a historic historic thing second thing that i think you need to know is the red for red strike continues to day two Looks like it's going to continue for a while. That's at least what the leaders say, and uh, and the teachers and everything else. I mean, they're they're not going, they're not backing down. Uh, there's a story in the Arizona Republic that uh, the the uh, lawmakers are close to a deal. Uh, they, I guess, they know they're going to give the money. They just they're trying to figure out, they're tweaking it where it's going, where they're going to get it from here, there, or wherever. We'll just have to see what happens. Third thing, I think you need to know: uh, GDP uh, first quarter two point three percent. Uh, up 2.3% versus the 2% that was expected. Whoa. Whoa. And I like this slowing down. This is not good. If there was ever a 2.3% growth under Obama, celebration time. Oh, yes. That's what it would be. It's just the bias that the media has. Economy grew at 2.9% in the fourth quarter. Economists polled by Reuters forecast 2.0 in the first quarter. It's a 23 uh weakness in consumer spending uh watch it'll be revised upward in several weeks and we'll go but whatever listen listen still not bad just got to get more people the hell out of the way more lawmakers anyway so that's just the latest three things i think you need to know um however though again what, what what a tremendous tremendous situation going on on the korean peninsula 
Uh, again, who six months ago, you had Kim Jong-un firing off missiles, testing things, trying to, I love how the media says, saber-rattling. And then Trump says, my button's bigger than your button. Remember that? And then people went crazy. Oh, my God, he's crazy, this Trump guy. Blah, 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 blah. And then what happens? All of a sudden, six months later, Kim Jong-un's like, I want to meet with Trump. I don't want to get blown up. Is the first guy that said he will blow us up. I'm, I'm guessing that, by the way. Uh, Trump tweeted out two hours ago, Korean War to end the U.S. and all of its great people should be very proud of what it's taking, uh, now taking in Korea. Uh, right before that, um, after a furious year of missile launches and nuclear testing, a historic meeting between North and South Korea is now taking place. Good things are happening, but only time will tell. So again, listen, he is saying, I want to see it. I, you know, you can say what you want. He's not going into it blind. He's not doing a, a touchdown celebration before scoring. And by the way, Trump just tweeted out three minutes ago. Well, and one more about the North Korea, and then we'll get the red for red. Please do not forget the great help of my good friend, President Xi of China, of China, excuse me, has given to the United States, particularly at the border of North Korea. Without him, it would have been a much longer, tougher process. Oh, how is he doing? He guys a dictator, too. He's re-education camp killing Chris. How can he like this? It's all part of the art of the deal. We can't make everybody be great people. It's all part of it. Four minutes ago now. Trump tweets out, Kanye West has performed a great service to the black community. Big things are happening and eyes are being opened for the first time in decades. Legacy stuff. Thank you also to Chance and Dr. Daryl Scott. They really get it. Lowest black and Hispanic unemployment in history. He's talking about Chance the Rapper, by the way. The President of the United States thanking Kanye West and Chance the Rapper. (laughs) Are people getting woke? Uh, you know what? That, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Oh my goodness! Uh, is it is it a rude awakening? Or it is a rude awakening. I think you're a thousand percent right. A rude <laughs> awakening. Uh, it's just it's remarkable. Absolutely remarkable. Um, <laughs> you gotta love it, man. You gotta love it. It's so good. It is. And then there was a poll that came out showing um, blacks and Hispanics. Support Trump. Polls show they support Trump's idea of cutting legal immigration. Because why have uh, you know the the country flooded with workers? Cut legal immigration to make sure we can get American wages up. Blacks and Hispanics are supporting that at over sixty five percent. You know that goes to show you again how racist the media is, how racist the Democrats are. Because they think every Hispanic is going to want all kinds of legal and illegal immigration, yes. right? Yes. You know, that's what they say. Yes, that's what you, it's what you people want, right? We want it. It's what we you want people it. want. Can we get it first? Um, which part? All of it. Yes, then you can get all of it. You can get all of it. So, I mean, they just, it, the media, they don't want you to know this stuff. And they want, they, I mean, again, it's, it's the modern day plantation. And by the way, John Legend, real quick, John Legend, I don't know who's worse, John Legend or his wife. Chrissy Teigen, a couple of nimrods, man. I mean, you add up the IQ, it's about 14. So, uh, you know, remember his wife had the epic tweet? Uh, what was it? I think it was, is pee in the balls? <laughs> Do you remember that? Thanks to Digital Mike listening on the iHeartRadio app out in Chicago for telling us about that when he worked on the show a long time ago. <laughs> Could he look up the Chrissy Teigen? <laughs> you need to know it. I need to know it. Oh, no, but put tweet, put tweet, put tweet. It's okay. I need to know this. This is so good. 
Oh my God. Is pee stored in the balls? That's what she tweeted out a long time ago. Yes, Chrissy. Yes, yes, it is. And please send me $75 and I will send you a, uh, a document showing you own the Brooklyn Bridge. Um, why would you want to buy that? I don't know. It needs a lot of work. It does need a lot, a lot of work. Keep, a lot of, it, you know, you know who might, Pima County might as well take that over. Hey, we got a bridge. <laughs> Steve Chris, do you want to take over the Brooklyn Bridge? <laughs> well, you donate it to yeah, us? Yeah, donate it. And we'll just, you know, it's a great thing. <laughs> we don't have any bridges in Green Valley. <laughs> anyway, um, you done? So, John Legend, this is so bad. This is so bad. Uh, John Legend is going after Kanye West. Apparently, he had a private conversation with him, and he's putting it. At, and and Kanye West is revealing it. Uh, they've worked together in the past. Apparently, John Legend doesn't like uh, Kanye West because he now loves uh, Trump because they both have dragon energy. Which, by the way, that should be. I want dragon. I I think I have dragon. I think we all have dragon energy on the good side. Dragon energy. That's what Kanye said. I love Trump. He has dra- we have dragon energy. We're I'm brothers. a Virgo, so I got one. I don't even know what that means. I don't know what that means. Either. So anyway, um, Kanye literally took a screenshot of the text message that John Legend sent him. John Legend said, yes, uh, he sent him a message. Hey, it's JL. I hope you'll reconsider aligning yourself with Trump. You're way too powerful and influential to endorse who he is and what he stands for. As you know, what you say really means something to your fans. They are loyal to you and respect your opinion. So many people who love you feel so betrayed right now because they know the harm that Trump's policies cause, like peace in the Korean Peninsula, <laughs> especially to the people of color, as they have historic, low, historically low unemployment. Don't let this be part of your legacy. You're the greatest artist of our generation. So Kanye responded, I love you, John, and I appreciate your thoughts. You bringing up my fans or my legacy is a tactic based on fear used to manipulate my free thought. <laughs> Basically, bleep you, buddy. Bleep you in a very hard way. So then uh, John Legend responds, think freely, think with empathy and context, too. Your words and actions have consequences. Much love. And since you're posting texts, let me add that I have a new single out. Ha, ha, ha. Because he realized he's posting them. So then he wrote, ha, ha, I love you, John. Mm-hmm. And he wrote, I really appreciate this dialogue with John Legend because I'm actually very empathetic. I'm still the kid from the telethon. I feel when people think of MAGA, they don't think of empathy. This is year one. We can't add empathy by to MAGA by hating. We can only add empathy with love and time. And truly, healer, hearing all sides. So anyway, put it out there. And it's scaring. It's scaring the other side because people literally get influenced. Like, it's not you and me. There are people that listen to Kanye's music and literally do everything that he wants. They believe every word that he says. So all of a sudden, if they're like, I hate Trump. And wait, if Kanye likes Trump. I mean, it's not like the whole, I guess it's different than the whole Katy Perry thing. You know, that's why these celebs, Democrats love the celebs endorsement. But there, I guess there are certain celebs that have even a bigger impact in that aspect. And then, you know, Kanye's different, man. He's a freak of nature. Because he's, he's, he doesn't give a crap what anyone else says. And he's a free thinker in that aspect. 
So this is very dangerous to the Dems because all of a sudden they're going, holy crap. People are actually going to listen to Kanye. They're going to listen to him. So it's going to happen. Does that make them followers they don't or watch free the thinkers? News. Uh, they, they're never free thinkers. Kanye's a free thinker. But uh, you know what? They'll free think Kanye's thinking. I don't know, but it's, it's just they're just not used to it. They're just not used to it. Right? Not used to it to, at all. To thinking or not following? To, 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 to thinking in, in this out of the box the way, uh, the way Kanye has. Where Kanye is like, hey, it's really not so bad. I don't agree with everything, but it's not so bad. Like, what? It just stop the hatred. Enough is enough. And even if they don't agree with Trump, just stop the hatred. You know what's going to be crazy? When Kanye starts posting up the things that Trump talks about, the facts of historically low unemployment, jobs. You know, I would love for Kanye to start tweeting that kind of stuff. I don't know if he is, if he will or he won't or who knows what, but... Uh, that would be uh, that would be one for the record books right there. I'll tell you that. Oh yeah. Anyway, uh, thank you for uh, for hanging out um, because we have other stuff to get to as well, like the red Fred. By the way, of Ken Bennett, who was the Secretary of State here in Arizona, uh, he was the Secretary of State when Napolitano was governor and uh, did the school budget stuff like that. Uh, he is now primarying. He's a Republican. He's primarying Doug Ducey, uh, and he's going to join us at seventh end because he thinks Doug Ducey has been. Uh, not truthful, let's just say, about this whole situation. And he has his ideas on how to fund education. And I want to ask him about that and if teachers deserve it. And, uh, and some other questions. How do he thinks the teachers are acting? We have soundbite. Matter of fact, let's play, uh, we should play a quick soundbite. We'll do more when we get back. Uh, Noah Carvelis. This is part of the Phoenix. They were up in Phoenix, a bunch of teachers. I don't know, 50,000, something like that. Media said that. Carvelis at 75. I don't trust him. Uh, he talks about... Um, well, let's play 104. This is towards the end of his statement. It, it, you know, Republicans say this, or this happened in an old, maybe the old school tea parties. It'd be, those are angry people. Funny they don't say this. This, I mean, it's, it's a bit of anger. This is Noah Carvelis uh, talking to the crowd. Here we go. Today will be the day that we look back on as the day we came together and said enough. And this movement, with the power of each and every one of us working together, will be the movement that goes down in history as the thing that changed education and the state of Arizona forever. So stay fighting, stay united, don't let them divide you, don't let them get you off of what you know is right, and our fight is right, and we will win if we stay together. Hmm. Change Arizona. Politically, or just the education? Hmm? We have more sound bites we'll get to of uh, Noah and Joe Thomas, the uh, teachers' union head honcho. We'll get to that. Don't go anywhere. Uh, so we have again Ken, Ken Bennett, 710, 810, 810. We have Philip Peterson, uh, a Sabino High School senior, who's going to talk about things. As he's, he's a conservative. He, he thinks teachers should get paid. He called into the show, got him come in. But he's going to talk about some major examples of bias that have happened in his school to him. He's been called names by teachers for his views. Horrible names. We'll get to all that. Don't go anywhere. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. 630, thank you for hanging out. It's going to be a hot one tonight. Oh, yeah. 
Maybe not tonight. Maybe by the time the sun goes down, sun goes down, it'll be all right. Uh, but uh, it, may, it may cool down next week. Man, it's already over 66 outside now, 94. Some clouds out there today. Uh, however, it looks like Monday back into the 80s, Tuesday low to mid-80s, Wednesday upper 70s, and that's it. I'm digging that. You believe uh, by next Tuesday it'll be May 1st? Hey, and there, there are some tickets available. We had some people politely contact the Pima County Tea Party Patriots and say we're not going to be able to make it. Uh, I think 11 tickets have opened up. I think that's all that's left or something like that for the big debate. I'm going to have uh, I'm going to moderate a debate Tuesday at Pima Community College off of, uh, I believe, Shannon up in that area. Um, Pima County Tea Party Patriots dot com. Go to that website. Get the tickets. Three of the five CD2 Republican candidates are going to be there. Uh, Martha McSilent Jr., Leah Marquez Peterson. Uh, shockingly can't make it. But there's other really good candidates. Uh, so you definitely want to hear that. Okay? You definitely want to get that. It's, it's, it's not going to cost you anything, but there's, you know, they don't want people just randomly showing up. Uh, there's only a certain amount of seating that can actually happen. All right. So we'll get to this. Um, now, um, the latest. The latest uh, is that uh, the deuce... The deuce has said, uh, this is my plan, and the, law, the, the legislature is like, we're going to get this done. I mean, that's the late Arizona Republic story. The deal is close. They're going to get it done. Random story. Law, lawmakers won't return to the Capitol till Monday, but then they're, in our news, uh, it's reported also that some lawmakers may stick around today and all weekend to try to hammer out some details. Um, Senate President Steve Yarbrough said, the 20% is not, frankly, the problem. It's some of the tweaks on how you get there. Some House members less certain of the agreement. They left yesterday. Some Republicans aren't trusting Ducey. Democrats aren't trusting Ducey. But could there be a deal in the works? I will explain. And we'll continue to get your your calls on this. And I'll play some sound bites from Noah Carvelis and Joe Thomas at their big event yesterday. That's all coming up. 632. Right now on KNST, it's Fox. Eggs, bacon, pancakes, coffee. It sounds like a great breakfast, but it's missing something. Stimulation. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yes. I always thought that breakfast is missing toast. Shut up. Toast carbs, or carbs, maybe a waffle. Carbs, What's carbs. wrong with that? No, no, I don't want carbs. I'm trying to cut down the carbs. Well, you're not, you're not, not everybody's all keto like you. But I write those things. Oh. <laughs> Sausage? We need dragon energy with breakfast. Dragon energy. So we need dragon fruit. Whatever. Eggs, bacon, dragon fruit. Dragon fruit with energy. Yes. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, historic, historic situation that has happened. The uh, North Korean dictator has crossed over the DMZ and he met with the South Korean president and they pledged to denuclearize the Korean Peninsula, which is unbelievable. First time in 65 years. That a North Korean leader has crossed the South Korean, uh, or crossed the border, I should say. First time in 65 years. But Trump's crazy. He's going to bring us to the brink of war. I mean, he's just nuts. And Granted, Trump said, hey, this is really good, but let's just see what happens. Only time will tell. Incredible stuff. Can you imagine the media coverage and reaction if Obama did this, by the way? Can you imagine? Second thing I think you need to know uh, is... The strike is happening. Day two of the strike, the teacher strike, who knows when it's going to stop. Uh, Joe Thomas, the uh, teachers union president, basically, we have the sound bites telling them, hey, stand together. We got to get everything. Stand together. We're in it for the long haul. Well, long haul is a long time. We'll see exactly, uh, 
exactly how long the, I guess, the long haul is. Are they going to go back to work on Monday? Will that happen? Mm. Uh, Arizona Republic reports a deal could be closed. They're just trying to figure out how to get the 20%. I mean, this is what's weird. But how to get it paid for? They know it. They have to get some tweaks, according to Senate President Steve Yarborough. Eh, we'll see. Third thing, I think you need to know the economy grew 2.3%. Expectations were at 20 So people are down on it, beating expectations. At the same time, if uh, there was ever a time that uh, Obama got 2.3%, there'd be a parade. Three things I think you need to know. So there's a story in the Arizona Capital Times. There's several stories, actually. The Arizona Capital Times. Um, Teachers Union prepares to ask voters for tax hike. Are you ready for that one? Are you ready for that one? Uh, they met with education groups in early April to discuss two possible approaches, an increased sales tax or an increased personal income tax on wealthy Arizonans. Now, they were thinking about raising taxes on people that make more than $300,000 a year. Now they're not going to consider that to try to get that on, on a ballot, but they're trying to figure out if they could do some kind of ballot measure to increase education funding, let people vote for it, and I guess not the uh, legislature. But the uh, Arizona Education Association v- VP Marisol Garcia said the union had no plans as of this week to announce a ballot measure campaign and all options are still being considered. Hmm. Sales tax, they're not too high on. It's come and it's gone, blah, blah, blah. Um, but they used to be for sales tax hikes. Everybody used to be for sales tax hikes. Remember that? Uh, so whatever, we'll just see what happens there. Now, when it comes to the, uh, the Arizona Republic story, possible deal in the works it says here, Ducey may have the biggest challenge getting the votes for his plan for, uh, from some, uh, getting votes for his plan from some Republicans, some Republicans, uh, a Republican from Coolidge, Thomas Shope said there appeared to be an agreement in principle with a middle that has details to be ironed out. So the challenge is squeezing the budget process, which only takes up most of the season, into a few weeks. House Majority Whip Kelly Townsend, Republican from Mesa, said lawmakers had a responsibility to take a sober look at budget figures, including projections going forward. Something I want to ask Ken Bennett that was brought up to me in an email, which was very interesting, is that if all of a sudden these teachers get this 20% raise, whether it's in one year or phased in over three years, what is that going to do to the pension costs, which are already out of control? Because they get pensions based on, I believe, their highest and lowest three years of income. State Rep. Anthony Kern, Republican Glendale, said, I refuse to give my vote on something I haven't seen. So he's a holdout of Ducey's plan. I'm down here to do what I feel is best for my district and taxpayers Arizona. I refuse to be led by fear. I'm not going to make decisions based on fear or being pushed in a corner. Good for him. Right? Good for him. Now let's hear some sound bites. Noah Carvelis. Uh, just some interesting stuff. This is yesterday up in Phoenix. Uh, 102. Let's do 102. Is this a talking point? I mean, they keep bringing this up. Is it true? Is it not true? We'll have to see. Listen to this. Here we go. I'm a little tired of our students in Arizona not having a textbook that goes beyond George W. Bush. Says the music teacher. So we haven't had books updated in 11 years? They keep saying 2008 budget level. I, well, is that the last time they got books? Can't, I mean, isn't there a way to get... I know you need iPads and stuff like that, but 
why do we have to always buy books? I mean, would, would it not be a better investment? You don't want to give each kid an iPad. They'll destroy them. But you know, consider they make you buy on, insurance on. on those. Oh, do they? Okay, good. Oh, but, yeah. but I'm just thinking, why continue to buy textbooks when you could get digital things that can be updated without, ha- you know, you know what I'm saying? Should I bring in my uh, my tinfoil hat for you? I know. It's, it's follow the money. Well, not that, but it's easier to manipulate the inf- information within the context of the books and change it without any kind of like hard reference point, such as a, a book that's been printed and sitting on a shelf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. I don't like your tinfoil hat right there. I know. I'll take it off. Then this was said, 103. I haven't heard this one before. This is new from Noah Carvelis. Here we go. I'm a little tired of hearing stories from teachers who can't afford to bring their kid to the doctor. I'm tired of that. Don't they have pretty sweet benefits? Well, we don't make that much. Oh, you can't. And this is what cracks me up. Okay, so you can't afford to bring your kid to the doctor. Didn't you guys support Obama and Obamacare? You guys loved Obama. Whose fault is that? I thought you were supposed to be able to afford all this stuff. No? Similar issue. Let's go to Joe Thomas now. Why are you looking at me that way? Well, uh, his he, brother Dave Thomas. I love Dave, his oh, for the, for the He's deceased. Uh, so his uh, his niece, uh, what, what, what's that? Wait, Wendy's. 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 Wendy, yeah, Wendy. So anyway, uh, let's do uh, 105. This is so much similar. Joe Thomas, the president of the Arizona Education Association on the same stage, then said, uh, yeah, 105, 105. He said this. It's about having a class size beneath 40. It's about having kindergarten classes beneath 22. So maybe illegal aliens shouldn't be here to increase the class size as much. So there's two issues right there. You have Obamacare driving up costs. You have the border not secure. You don't like Trump who wants to secure and wants to build a wall. Again, we've talked about all this stuff. All this stuff, right? My buddy's wife. And I'm sure, listen, if you're a teacher, you can let me know too. Your wife's a teacher. Your husband's a teacher. 880-KNST. 880-5678. I'm I'm just class sizes for my buddy's wife went from 27 to 13 because Trump was elected. All the kids that couldn't speak English magically went away. These poor kids, fine, whatever. They didn't they, they, no parent parental contact, nothing, zero zip zilch. They were a distraction. They want to be there. Gone. All of a sudden, the kids that are there now want to learn. It's an enjoyable experience now, according to my buddy's wife. She loves her job. She can teach again. Hmm. Yeah. And then uh, 106, Joe Thomas, again, all of a sudden, you remember it started out about that we're just so low paid, we need to make more money. Now it's not about that. Listen. Do not let them make you think. Do not let them make our parents think. <laughs> Don't let them make our students think that this is about a raise and that you can be bought off. Yeah, because now it's not. Now it's not about a raise. What's it about then? I... Getting a new governor in office? That's what I think. That's this what bad, I think. Man, this is I bad. know. I think it's a lot more than that. Uh, by the way, Michael Hicks, the TUSD board member, just sent me a text. TUSD approves new books all the time. We just had our last meeting, approved a bunch of books for culturally relevant courses. Where are they? You know, where again, social media is huge, right? It's, it's tremendous. Where are the pictures? 
Why aren't teachers taking pictures of these out-of-date books and saying, look at this, click, and then share it and say, this is what I have to use to try to educate my kids. Old, outdated information. Why not, right? Where is it? It's crazy. Eight eight zero KNST eight eight zero five six seven. Just let it sink in. Where is it? Everybody shares everything. Matter of fact, I even got. Um, I had a concerned parent. You got to hear this. I had a concerned parent send me uh, some messages. Um, where where I gotta get this? Where they? Uh, uh, where the heck did this thing go? Anyway, it was one one of his. Oh, here we go. His child is in ninth grade, and he sent me a picture of his kid's ninth grade teacher. You ready for this? She took a picture. of This ninth grade teacher took a picture and put it on. She's protesting the red for red. She has a poster in her hand. She put it on her Twitter account. She tweeted a picture. She has a sign that says, if I want to buy a house, I'll have to marry rich. Hashtag red for red. So it is about money then. That's what I did. But it is about money. Yes. So that that's what she thought. Well, I thought it was about the kids. Nope. If I want to buy a house, I'll have to buy rich. Okay. And then this same teacher tweeted out the teacher's name is Stephanie Boyer. Who puts this stuff on Twitter? September 21st, 2017, 8.06 p.m. I hate doing test corrections, but I have to because they all fail every test. I hate grading them, and I hate helping the kids with them. Test corrections? She tweets out July 5th, 2017. OMG, you guys, I'm so not qualified to teach geometry. WTF was I thinking? What? What? Then somebody responds, I guess another teacher, you'll be fine. The state of Arizona says you're certified for it, and they can't be wrong. And then the Stephanie Boyer teacher responds, the state of Arizona thinks that willing and qualified are the same thing. And the person responds, seriously, I taught geometry without ever having done a proof before. You stay a couple of days ahead of the kids. Best trick, do the homework. And the Stephanie Boyer gets paid to teach geometry, said, how do I write homework assignments if I can't do them? You want to raise? It's not every teacher. I'm looking at buying patty paper, and I don't even know what I'd use it for. That's what she wrote. Holy smokes. Right? So we'll continue. Ken Bennett coming up. Uh, we'll get your reaction. And uh, also Ken Bennett coming up at um, 710 this morning. And that student coming up at 810. Incredible stuff, isn't it? Absolutely incredible stuff. Uh, morning ritual. Garrett Lewis, KNST AIM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word BILLS to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's BILLS to 
Hello, what's up? It's 7.07 on this Friday, April 27th. It's your morning ritual. With me, Garrett Lewis, on KNST AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. How about this? Uh, Three things I think you need to know. Number one, peace on the Korean Peninsula. But Trump said his button was bigger than Kim Jong-un's. It doesn't matter. Apparently, Kim Jong-un walked uh, down to South Korea first time in over 65 years. A North Korean leader, even though he's a dictator, piece of garbage, crossed the border, shook hands with the South Korean president, promised to denuclearize the peninsula. What? And Trump said, time will tell. He's being calm about this. Time will tell. Of course, the media would throw a parade if, uh, if Obama... Hey, again, Obama was so smart. Why couldn't he do this? Huh. Republicans. Yeah. Well, by, by the way, just side note, you know, Ducey apparently met with just a handful of uh, teachers. Teachers are mad. Maybe politicians should look at how negotiations happen. You literally just talk to people. See, business people have to get deals done by talking to people. Trump, Trump made it very clear what the heck's going on with Kim Jong-un. No beating around the bush. Maybe that's what politicians need to do. You notice they never want to talk. They want to do this. Never want to do that. Blah, blah, blah. You got to just get the job done. Anyway, maybe Ducey can take a little page from Trump there. Second thing that I think you need to know, day two of the strike, it continues, and I think this is going to go on for a while here in Arizona because the uh, Joe Thomas, the head of the Arizona Education Association, said this, this, don't, don't, don't think this is a short thing. We're in for the long haul. Don't get bought off. No, 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 no. Uh, however, there's, I don't understand it. It's rumors, the capital, they can get the deal done. They're just got to tweak out some details. The money's there. I'm like, where are they getting this from? What's going on? It's just so much mixed messaging going on. Uh, third thing, I think you need to know the economy grew at 2.3%, beating expectations of 2.0. Not at the three, but again, just, just the Obama media factor. If Obama got 2.3%, they'd call him the smartest president ever. Just saying. Three things I think you need to know. Now, um... Huh. Hang on, this is just breaking news right now. Before we get to Ken Bennett, the House Intelligence Committee has released a heavily redacted final report on the Russia probe, finding no collusion, but poor judgment by both Trump and the Clinton campaigns. Uh-huh, we'll see. Poor judgment in Don Jr. meeting with that uh, Russian lawyer chick? Maybe. Poor. By the way, that's a lot different than the poor judgment of Hillary Creating a dossier. Uh, yeah, paying to get a, a fake dossier made by a foreign agent using Russian intelligence. But hey, whatever. Uh, now let's go to a former Secretary of State who is challenging Doug Ducey to a Republican primary for governor. Uh, Ken Bennett is uh, is with us now on KNST. Hey, Ken, thanks for joining us again. I appreciate it. Good morning, Garrett. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. Um, so let's just let's just since we have more time now. Let's talk about this uh, this situation. First off, what's your take on these news reports? I'm so confused. Uh, lawmakers are going to adjourn to Monday. Some lawmakers are going to stick around up in the Capitol and try to figure out uh, how to get this deal done. Story of the Arizona Republic says a deal is close. But then there are a lot of Republicans that are saying, I don't buy this because I haven't even seen any, any details. What What's going well, I, on here? <laughs> what I think is going on is some of the strong-arming tactics that this uh, governor is, is used to doing. As you recall, just a week ago today, Friday, he uh, vetoed 10, I think they were all mostly Republican bills, yeah, bill, not yeah. because they were good or bad bills, just because he wanted to browbeat them into uh, 
you know, doing the budget exactly the way that he wants, accepting his revenue projections, uh, which are, uh, you know, a bit more rosy than, uh, than what the Joint Legislative Budget Committee says could happen. And, and if you, uh, if you readers, you know, read Bob Robb in the Arizona Republic today, uh, he even said that, uh, Ducey is playing political games. Um, and that he hopes that the legislature will be the budget grown-ups. But before I, I go any further, I just want to encourage your listeners, Garrett, if they want a choice in this Republican primary coming up in August, please help me get on the ballot. KenBennett.com, www.KenBennett.com, Bennett's two N's, two T's. Get me on the ballot, and I want to have this ongoing discussion for the next several months. But let's go on with the rest of your question. Oh, that's no problem. So... Before, you know, we talked yesterday, and I want to get back into it, how exactly you pay for this. How exactly you pay for a 20% increase in salaries. And it went from just a pay raise to they want cafeteria workers to get more, and they want books. And by the way, I'm getting, you know, all these all these, these random statements that they have textbooks where George Bush is still president. Yet I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting texted by TUSD board members that they approve books all the time. And with the way social media is, wouldn't a teacher take a picture of an old history book and and put it out there and say, "This is what I have to, you know, this this is the tool that I'm given to teach." Yeah. You know, I I just yeah. don't know if I buy this stuff. Well, I think I think the governor, with all due respect, uh, has been playing political games, as Bob Robb is saying, when it when it was advantageous, at least in the governor's mind, to look like the conservative, uh, hold the line, be conservative on the budgeting. Uh, he was saying for weeks, if if not months. Uh, that there's no way we can afford uh, a 20 percent increase, and then when the tide started to build and maybe turn, and he he didn't want to have to deal with it, um, all of a sudden he announced without really talking to any of the legislators. I still have lots of friends down there, and, and that whole 20 percent was kind of done on his own. And then uh, he's looking to the legislature to come up with the money, and I think we've got some good legislators over there to say, hey, I'm. First of all, I'm not going to just throw in a billion dollars and not solve some of the problems that we already have in the in the school system. I, I think you had a lot of people that said we shouldn't make the governor's office and the legislature kind of a, a direct compensation board that starts making decisions as to what salaries are around the state instead of working through local districts. Uh, you know, we've got some uh, districts in this state that have a – $31,000 average salary for their teachers, and other districts have $51,000 average salary. Last year, the governor was saying that new money for education should go in based on performance. And now this year, 180 reversal, and let's just give it to everybody the same. Yeah. Look, I, you know, I, I agree. I get frustrated. You know, uh, I'm kind of hoping that we don't just, you, you throw money at something, it doesn't solve the problem, right? And Ken Bennett, well, so you're listening to on KNSD AM 790. So, you know, we can't all be stupid. And I, I look to a leader, if you have some values and you have, you, you want to stick to your guns, you say, you guys want money. Look at the major liberal bent that is in education today. It's huge. The indoctrination. Yeah. The shaming of conservative teachers, conservative students, all that stuff. I mean, it's all out there. So I don't want people, I don't want teachers to say how great Trump is in class. I don't want them to say how bad he is either. And I wish, right. I wish Ducey would say, you guys want to raise, you got to do your job better. You, you, got, you, you have to be teachers and not indoctrinators. It, you know, why can't we have somebody just say, that's what we have to start with? Because I don't want to give another damn, I love teachers, but I don't want to give another damn dime until they start you know, getting better at what they do. Well, and I think one of the reasons why the teachers begged for a raise and and were told no for months, and then when he 
suddenly reversed and said yes is because they don't trust him. It was just a couple of years ago that he pushed as hard as he could push Prop 123, said it was going to solve most of the K-12 funding woes. It was going to put $350 million a year of new money into the K-12 system. Most of that, he said, was going to go to teachers, and that did not happen. Um, if $350 million of new money each year had gone in under Prop 123 and just half of it had gone to teachers, they would have got a 6% raise each year, and they'd be close to the 20% already. Where'd the money but go? Where, where did it go? They know. Well, he was not being straightforward with us about the $350 yeah. million of new money in the first place. Mm-hmm. There, was, there was already a percentage out of the state land trust that was paid to the school districts. His Prop 123 wasn't all new money. It increased the old formula up a little bit. But I, I don't think he was being straightforward as to how much new money Prop 123 was going to put, put in. He told us it wasn't going to dip into the principle of the trust fund. And yet in the very first year, it took out $170 million out of the principle of a trust fund. That's, you, you know, with trust funds, you, you don't dip into the principle. Mm-hmm. That, one, that $170 million being gone now forever will cost the schools in this state $120 million over just the next 10 years. And then he told the teachers that helped him pass Prop 123 that, um, well, maybe you didn't get as much as Prop 123 as I hoped you would, but next year we're going to, this was a year ago, next year we're going to really do something substantial for teacher pay in my budget. And what did he propose? A 2% raise over five years. That means he was offering them four-tenths of a percent in one year, for a teacher making 40000 a four-tenths of a percent raise was $160. When they heard that, I think they kind of the straw broke as to, can we count on this guy to say what's really going to happen? Are you getting it? By the way, Ken Bennett is who you're listening to on KNST AM 790, uh, and he wants to challenge Doug Ducey in the uh, Republican uh, primary for governor. So you've got to go to his website, you've got to sign up, get him on the ballots. Um, now, are you getting a lot of friends that are basically saying that we just don't trust this guy? Because I'm sure, again, you've been in, in, in state politics for a long time. Yeah, a lot of friends up there that are saying we just, you know, we just don't trust where he's getting this stuff. I mean, it, like, I keep hearing the term pie in the sky, and I hate repeating what other people say. But he magically comes up with these random numbers. You know, the economy is going to be great. We're going to get the money from the new tax revenue because the economy is going great. There's no actual solid evidence that he can pay for what he wants to give. So, And that's exactly why people are concerned that, we're just making up stuff that uh, helps him politically, either in this re-election year or in four more years when everybody pretty much understands that he has uh, aspirations for something at the national level. Ugh. But, um, you know, we need to be doing things not because of somebody's next election, but because of what's right for the voters, for the taxpayers, for the students, for the teachers, for the people of Arizona. We've got to do things with that goal in mind so what would you do what makes me look good in my next election what would you do if you're governor i mean are you willing to just hand over the 20 percent raise to teachers what demands would you have on them what would you do what would your plan be in that aspect because you know again people do look i support teachers i want teachers to do well I do. i'm just being held I hostage do. and i want to make sure they do their job better i do too but you don't just uh, turn the governor's office and the legislature into a direct compensation board where we're going to pass out 20 percent raises whether some districts are at 30,000 or some districts are already at 50. Uh, so one of the things that I would focus on is how are you going to pay for it? Uh, you know, I've, I've 
fought for four years with yeah, Jeff but I, Paul before, before you even get there, before you even get there, before how you pay for it, do they deserve it? And what what demands would you have with you know? There's got to be strings attached to them getting more money, no? Well, yeah, uh, you have to you have to put the money in so that it goes to people who are doing a good job for our students. Uh, are, are there some? Are there many teachers that deserve a twenty or more percent raise? Yes. Are there many that maybe don't? Um, I think that's probably a yes too. Uh, there, there's all kinds of issues. When you realize that there's the disparities, for example, of some districts have six or seven thousand dollars per student, uh, and other districts have eleven or twelve. Um, if we're going to put money into K-12, then I don't want to just exacerbate the problem between you know districts that are on the low side of funding and districts that are near the high. We've got issues related to uh, desegregation monies that you know some districts mm-hmm. have to pay their property tax. Uh, payers have to pay for that when uh, I really don't think we're a desegregated country anymore. But So there needs to be things that we can fix, make sure that more money is going into the classroom instead of just going to administration. Uh, all the things that, that led us to this point have got to be put on the table, have a discussion with uh, the superintendents, the school board associations, the teachers. Uh, he wouldn't even meet with these, the leaders of these groups a few weeks ago and said they were engaged in playing political games and political theater. And then I think we know that he's doing the same. Well, they both are. And that's the thing. Are, you know, do you not see, I'm just wondering your opinion on the other side. you got the couple of knuckleheads that are leading the, the charge that are well, very yeah. new to Arizona. And, and, you know, and they are big-time progressives that have been very outspoken against Trump, ending Trumpism, uh, supporting communist beliefs, for God's sakes, this Noah Carvelis guy. So, I mean, like, both uh, well, sides think, are problems. I think, they have, I, I think they have the political games at their fundamental uh, interest um, coming through, just like I think Ducey's kind of playing it back at him. And, and we shouldn't make decisions based on uh, political theater and hidden motives and what's good for me in my next election. We've got to make decisions based on what's good for the people of Arizona. Well, I guess, Ken, what, what, what the deal is, is that, you know, a lot of parents, a lot of my listeners, and I'm sure you know this, uh, they get frustrated because, again, there's a major, major liberal bent in schools. And I interviewed, I interviewed uh, Frank Riggs a couple days ago. He wants to be the state superintendent. Um, we're sick of this stuff. We had, we had an, uh, an episode down here, Flowing Wells High School. A uh, listener said that his child, and I got audio and I've seen pictures, child's teacher is transgender. Fine, whatever, right? Instead mm-hmm. of teaching math, teacher does an entire presentation on transgenderism on March 31st because it's like National Trans Day and explains why the kids need to accept it and everything else instead of teaching math. That's the kind of stuff that happens. I have a, I have a student coming in at eight ten this morning. Uh, you can talk about how I know. I listened to him yesterday. Yeah. He was great. I yeah. hope uh, I hope every one of your listeners listened to him again because uh, uh, he was he was great. Well, that's what I'm saying. So then, how do we stop this? Because you know, if I want the next governor to say, "Fine, you guys want to get raises," this is what I want from you too. And it, there's there's no there's it's like we're going to give them money and nothing's going to change. Well, and that's that's not what you'll get from Ken Bennett. Uh, we're going to find. If we're going to give money, we'll have a sustainable way to pay for it. If we're going to give money, it's going to, we're going to make sure that it gets into the classroom, into the teachers, not into administrative costs. If we're going to give money, we're going to solve some of these other problems of the funding disparities around the state. We will never take from the have districts to give to the have-not districts. So if we're going to put new dollars in, the lower-funded districts probably need to get 2 or $3 for every $1 or $2 that uh, one of the already higher-funded funded districts need to get i got to but so, would you would you demand just from an education aspect that they change their ways absolutely absolutely 
And, and if you're, as I started off, if your listeners, Garrett, want a choice in August in the Republican primary, please go to KenBennett.com. Get me on the ballot. You can sign my petition. You can give a $5 contribution for the clean elections. I'm not running with high-dollar contributors in and out of the state like the governor does. I'm doing the $5 contributions. Each $5 qualifies our campaign for about 200 But the main thing is I've got to get on the ballot, sign my petition at KenBennett.com, please. Okay. Um, Ken, thank you for the time this morning. I appreciate it. We'll get you on in the future as this progresses. I look forward to it. Thanks, Garrett. Thank you. Take care. Uh, that's Ken Bennett. 723 will continue. Your reaction, 880-KNST, 880-5678. I just think there's just, uh, just a, lot of, a lot of confusion with this, this whole issue, which, again, we just sit back as parents, and we, it's frustrating because the school boards don't listen to us. The teachers. I know there are some good teachers. I tell you what, this is why I want to call out other teachers. The good teachers that see what I'm saying, you need to call out the other teachers that are screwing this up, Right? That that's the call out the bad teachers. We'd be all for giving teachers more money if we knew these shenanigans weren't happening. Anyway, we'll continue. You're, I got sound bites. I got your reaction. I got other stories coming up. It's funny. Coaches, coaches of high school teams are going to work because they say they promised kids. We, we don't want to let them down. Teachers, they're not going to work. What's going on there? We'll talk about it. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Yeah, Gary Lewis with you. Thank you for hanging out on this Friday. There's no satisfying you. No, there isn't. There really isn't. No, 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 no. Sunny. Well, some clouds may be out there. I can't see. I see a couple out there from the window. Uh, 71 now, 94 for the high today. Should be 94 tomorrow, 91 Sunday, back in the 80s, Monday, Tuesday, maybe 70s Wednesday. But that'll all probably change. Um, Man, you know, here's the thing. In the age of Trump, not only do we want, we expect a fighter to say what the hell and call out BS. And I gave Ken Bennett ample opportunities. And all he kept talking about is how he can actually get the money. And I don't understand how he explained how to get the money, but he's going to get the money. And Ducey's been untrustworthy about it, which I totally understand. I totally understand that. But my whole point is, again, they want the money. There's got to be strings attached. You're expected to do certain things, just like in the real world. You get a raise. All right, we're giving you this raise because you achieved these goals. Now you better keep it up. You guys want this money. Stop brainwashing kids in class. How about that? So there was just nothing there like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to go to them and I'll make this work, but I'm going to demand that they do a better job and they don't indoctrinate kids. And they stop this BS stuff that's going on in class. That's something Trump would say. I gave ample opportunity. It didn't happen. Joseph, welcome to KNST. Hi. Yeah, that was a nice campaign speech this guy uh, yeah. had. Yeah. yeah uh, but anyway... I, I, uh, something just came to mind. It was pre, uh, pre Garrett, uh, and before I moved back here, when they started the lottery, they made it a point that the lottery will be the biggest beneficiary of the lottery will be the education system. Mm-hmm. And where's all this money gone? I don't know. I hear it's that in question the all the time. It's in the potholes. It's in the potholes. <laughs> uh, <that's... laughs> I, I, I think everything you threw at this guy, it just went right out the window where everything else goes. And he's got just, he's criticizing the governor because 
Well, listen, he needs to be uh, criticized uh, about that. He's The governor is folded like a cheap suit. I want the governor to fight and go, fine, you guys want to get paid? Listen, our kids are not turning exactly. out that bright. And there's nothing there either. You know, he just wants no. to appease so he can get votes and this all goes away. Listen, according to the there's lottery you- website, they gave $40.18 last year to arts and education. Oh, my goodness. Uh, lottery money, by the way, they're giving it to this uh, the woman that designed the... The last scratcher with the uh, Day of the Dead. There you go. It's a big deal. Big deal. $40.18 million to arts and education, $27 million basically to health and human services, $10 million for the environment, $15 million for economic business and development. That's what, $198 million is what they said. But bike Yeah, bike, bike, pass. bike well, pass. There you go. There you go. Anyway, it's, 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 it's It doesn't do that level, much. Man. It doesn't do that the much. All right, Joseph, thank you, man. Take care, bud. 734. Um... That's where the lottery, people think that lottery money is this big magic fountain of whatever. When was the last time you paid the lottery? I think I played it like three years ago and there's a, you know, billion dollar. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I played the heck out of it. Give me 10 bucks. Might as well burn it away. And then I started thinking, man, I can get a pretty sweet cheeseburger for that 10 bucks. But whatever. Wait, you Um, only played one one ticket? 10 bucks? I don't know. 10 bucks, whatever I got. Whatever it was. It wasn't. Come on. There's no chance you win. No chance I win. I don't have a mullet. There's no chance I win. Start growing. Only it. people with mullets and bad mustaches win the lotto. Why haven't I fact. got mine yet? <laughs> Look at my mustache. It's horrible. <laughs> it's patchy. That's all it is. That's all it is. Uh, I don't have a pickup truck with a gun rack. I don't win the lotto. I have a Nissan. Thank you. Yes, I know. 735. Don't go anywhere. 810 this morning. That's student. Uh, Philip. Uh, Sabino High School is going to, I mean, oh, they better be nervous out there. He's going to give some stories of some bias called names by teachers. Idiots. Because he has conservative views. That's coming up at 810. Uh, I have I have more information about the, um, and more sound bites about the uh, the strike. It's coming up. Wait to hear what they said here in Tucson. What they want. Oh, my God. It's coming up. Here's Fox. 742, thanks for hanging out. Friday, April 27th. Garrett Lewis with you here on KNST AM 792, Sun's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, peace on the Korean Peninsula. The North Korean uh, killer dictator crossed the border to South Korea, first time in 65 years, and uh, he and the South Korean president said, we will denuclearize the peninsula. Wow. Trump, listen, Trump said, only time will tell. So he's being apprehensive, but this is major freaking stuff. Uh, and this, again, is after he said, my button is bigger than your button. And the media is like, oh, my God, now we're all going to die, you idiots. Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, the strike continues day two. The teachers union head honcho said, we're in this for the long haul. Oh, great. So we don't know how long it's going to be. Parents are going to get mad. Um, it's really ridiculous what's going on right now. Ducey, we don't know who to trust or believe. They're all wrong on every side. Ducey is somehow just going to yeah, give them the money. No strings attached. And apparently they're close, but then they're not close. Nobody knows what's happening. Uh, some Republicans are against it. Some Republicans are saying, yeah, yeah, we, we, we pretty much have this deal. We've got to tweak a couple of things. Excuse me? Third thing I think you need to know, and this is something else that, uh, that just came out, which is huge, absolutely huge. House Intelligence Committee um, has uh, cleared uh, Trump. Yep. House Intelligence Committee released no evidence the Trump campaign colluded or coordinated or conspired with Russia. They said they were guilty of bad judgment. So was the Clinton campaign. But the Clinton campaign paid a foreign agent to go to Russia to get made-up intelligence 
about a political candidate. It's not even the same ballpark or game. You got to keep it even. Yeah, God. But there's nothing, nothing out there. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, Natalie Fernandez of Greenberg Financial wants to call in and chime about this because they'll be talking about this on Sunday on their show here, 8 to 10 a.m. on KNST as well. What's up, Natalie? Garrett, good morning. How are you? I'm all right. What's going on? Well, I think probably like you, this stuff, um, and I support teachers as fully, fully. I think they're a critical part. I have five kids. I uh, Teachers play a very critical role. But there's a, some, some of their demands that I don't think they fully understand or that everybody fully understands from an economic standpoint. And there's a couple, two points that I think are really important that I, that I see. Number one, what you're saying about not having a blanket raise. There's some very serious issues with our education program. You cannot throw money at a problem and think it's going to get better. There has to be some internal um, figuring out what truly is at the base. And, and I think tenure and the inability to be fired and, and mm-hmm. not having to perform. And, and, and a pension. Doesn't, exact doesn't represent anything near the real world, but... The other thing that one of the, the five um, requests that the teachers or demands that they've made is to bring all of the funding back to 2008 level. And I was talking with some people this week. When I go back and look at 2008 levels, that was right as the market, stock market was peaking at all-time highs. It was right as the real estate bubble was peaking at all-time highs. And Arizona was one of the states in in the of the 50 states that was a huge recipient of the real estate boom and the economic gain during that period of time. And so our economy was very different in 2008 and, you know, the highs of 2007 than it is today or than it has been over the last 10 years. And mm-hmm. Arizona was hit one of the hardest. I don't know where all the money went and how money went out of education, but, but everybody points back to... 2008, 2009, when funding had to change. But if you go back to those levels and or look at those years of what was going on in the economy and everything crashing and crumbling and businesses going under and people losing jobs, it was a very different economic picture. The biggest issue I have, Garrett, and I know a lot of people in business that lost their businesses, had to shut their doors, lost their jobs, and they were worrying that couldn't sleep at night because they didn't know if they were going to have a job the next day. The one thing teachers do have that, that the luxury of having is not having to worry about that. Exactly. They have their job. They may not have gotten a raise, but there's a lot of people that haven't gotten raises still after this recovery. We had an eight-year post-2009, literally, and still recovery mm-hmm. in our country. In Arizona, you know, Tucson lags uh, Phoenix quite a bit, but we haven't, we're just now starting to see this economic boom come back and things recover over the last year and a half. We went through eight years where nothing was recovering. But I think from the business standpoint, that's one of the things that frustrates me. Is, and I don't think it's anything more than a lack of understanding and knowledge about how economics works and how money works but when you go through a a boom a bust like that 
no, we can't get back to those levels with the with the you know turning pushing a button. Isn't it frustrating? It does and take the, the, time. The, yeah, these are teachers. Then they're supposed to understand this stuff, I guess, because they're educating. And if they can't figure this out, what the hell are they doing in the classroom trying to educate our kids? You know, you sit back well, and say, it, huh? I mean, it's it's real basic, but nobody will talk about how. Why are we not at two thousand eight levels? What happened over the last ten years in the economy? How did it affect? I would be be grateful that I still have a job. Yeah, but because I watch so many people literally lose everything they well, have. Well, again, and they, they cut. Yeah, they, they they cut the uh the, the the instead of cutting jobs, they cut basically money to upgrade computers, uh, renovate buildings. I mean, I think they probably would have thrown a you-know-what fit if all of a sudden teachers started losing their jobs because that's what businesses did. They cut overhead, you know? Correct. So you're a thousand percent right. I think some of the things in in the school system are just awful and the the conditions, I I don't agree with it. I don't think we should be 48th in education. However, I also understand that we can't in two days or a week mm-hmm. without our Congress meeting in Arizona, our legislature meet and put together a budget. We can't just say, okay, we got this fixed. This is the money that's going to go. Exactly. There's a lot of serious issues that need to be addressed. And they're being in unreasonable. Our public that, education system. Yeah, and that's why they're being unreasonable and people are getting mad because I think people realize you can't fix it in two days. You can't fix it in a week. It's, it's going it's to take a no, little bit of time. Some, and, and it should be fixed. There should it should be addressed for this pure fact that we rank so low. It's it's ridiculous yep. that we rank the lowest. But we need to find out why we rank the lowest, and it's not just because of money. Exactly. Um, there are other issues, and and then once we figure that out, good teachers that perform well should make more money if they deserve it. Mm-hmm. You know, the only other thing I'll mention, Garrett, because I know you've got a, a busy morning, but. Teachers get something, and government employees get something that most people don't get, and that's a pension Yep. when they retire. So I've seen a lot of these comparisons of, you know, what real jobs pay and hours they work versus teachers. You know, the one thing that real people have to do that aren't teachers is they have to save for their own retirement. Yep. And they might make a little bit more money, but they have to save enough money then to take care of themselves once they retire from their job because they don't have a check that's going to come in. And that nobody's talking and about that, by the way. We, you know, if they want a 20% increase. They, they, there. There's not enough gap there no. for people. I see people retire all the time, and they're not, there's not enough money. Well, again, they're not you're, saving enough. You're right. I mean, there's, what's, what's, if they get a 20% raise, what's that going to do to the pension costs here in Arizona? The they're already out of control. Do, all of those things have to be considered. But those are benefits, yeah. whether it's, Regardless, you know, the, I don't know what the right pay is. I don't know what teachers should be paid, um, but, you know, I'm not able to speak to that. And based on the national averages, there's, there's place cities that have a much higher cost of living. Exactly. So you can't just be with the national average. No, there's, no, God, no. The national average means there's some that are a lot more because there's higher cost of living and yep. some that are a lot less. And depending because on how much you pay in taxes. There's a lot of common sense financial, economic education with this. Point. Though I totally support good teachers. <laughs> we, you know, so said, you don't have to put that caveat. We all do. But, you know, again, it's just it's scary that they're just dumb as hell or they are acting ignorant or they just don't care. Because it's like you're missing the common sense thing. The teachers are trying to demand things that are literally unattainable. And if they can't understand that, maybe they shouldn't be teachers either. But anyway, uh, and, you know, and, you know, and th- Natalie, thank you. You're going to be talking about this mo- uh, Sunday morning, 8 to 10 on your Greenberg show, right? Yes, we are. It's a big issue. It's, it is. It's- Affecting a lot of people, a lot of families and teachers, families with kids, yep. people without kids, and 
You know, I do want to make one final point. You said about coaches. Yes. Uh, Dean, Dean was out with his lacrosse team at Mountain View yesterday morning holding practice because there wasn't school. So the coaches are showing up for the kids. Yep. And let me tell you, and, coaches that are teachers are showing up. And that's what's funny. They said, we told our kids we'd be there. We're going to do it. And yet the teachers are on strike, but the coaches, uh, the teachers that are coaches are still doing their job. That just kind of, you know, yeah. so, so athletics all of a sudden trumps the education part of it. That cracks me up. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 I know. Natalie, thank anyway, you very much. I appreciate well, I'm glad it. talking about it. It's an important issue. It is. Thank so. you. Have a good week, and we'll listen right. on Sunday. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Uh, and by the way, what she said, and I mentioned the pension, and she did too. We had angry teachers call. I just couldn't take the teach anymore, so I retired early. Again, what other industry can you just retire early and take a pension? Radio. <laughs> no? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. We'll continue. Uh, we have that young man coming in at 810 this morning. We'll play sound bites. I have them. Young man, Sabino High School, uh, talking about how he has been uh, uh, called names, you name it, all the bias that he has witnessed in his high school because he is a conservative with conservative thoughts. Wait till you hear that. And, you, and, you can say, and these guys want teachers? And these guys want raises? Oh, it's going to be good. It's coming up on KNST. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word CASH to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus IHAR radio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's CASH to 200-200. It's 8.08. It's Friday, April 27th. It's been one hell of a week, right? Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. I'm excited for this. You know, if you don't follow the show, you'd be like, some people be like, what, what'd you talk about today? Oh, the school stuff? Boring. What'd you do this? Boring. Oh, yeah. And of course, those are people that are just clueless. But anyway, before I get to uh, what's about to happen, three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, this is really incredible stuff. Uh, peace peace at the korean peninsula are you kidding me uh the crazy dictator murderous thug kim jong-un decided to uh, walk across the border shake hands and meet with the south korean president where they both decided we are going to denuclearize the peninsula why didn't this happen with obama he's like the smartest nicest guy ever i just don't understand this trump's in there calling the guy a little rocket man my button's bigger than your button funny how it works that way right funny how it works like that of course Listen, Trump's downplaying and he's saying time will tell, but we'll see. Second thing that I think you need to know, day two of the strike, it's going to go on for the long haul, according to the union thug bosses. Uh, The teachers are just literally utterly clueless. I mean, they really are just clueless. Uh, Ridiculous demands. They're going to continue. Uh, There's a story in the Arizona Republic that some lawmakers are saying the funding's there. We got it. We got to tweak a couple things. Other Republicans are saying there's no chance I'm going to vote for this. I haven't even seen it. What's going on? Um, there's just a lot of confusion and chaos out there. A lot of confusion and chaos out there. Third thing I think you need to know, House Intelligence Committee just released a a heavily redacted report, but basically said there's no evidence of any corruption, collusion, coordination with Russia and Trump. Nothing, zero, zip, zilch. But that'll get twisted. Three things I think you need to know. Um, So yesterday during the show, I got a phone call, and listen, my spidey sense is always up. 
and uh, a young man called in and and he said that uh, he was for the you know, teachers getting raises, which raised my spidey sense up a little bit, but then gave other reasons of things. And then I wound up talking to him off the air afterwards. Uh, and he has been basically attacked a lot, a lot for his views. Um, and I, I'm like, you need to share some of these stories on the radio tomorrow. So he's good enough to come. I mean, he, he's not going to school today because school's closed, right, Phil? Right. Okay. And make sure you bring that down close to you and talk. Uh, I wouldn't put your lips on it because I'm a germaphobe and who knows whose lips have been on that. But be, but get close. So uh, Phil agreed to come uh, come here. By the way, he's dressed up. He's like in a suit. He's in a suit. He's got the American flag plan, flag pin on him. I mean, I he's looking for your job. This is but this is <laughs> this this is what the best this is the best part of it. Uh, the theater of the mind thing really works because <laughs> he's walking. He's like this dude's in jeans, a t-shirt. He hasn't shaved in about 12 days. I, I know I do shower. Thank you very much. Uh, but no, he's, but he's, this, is a, this young man gives me hope for the country because I have obviously failed because I don't look like I should be successful in any way whatsoever. But listen, uh, thank you for coming down. Uh, he is a Sabino High School senior. So you're about, what, two weeks away from graduating? Uh, I think it's uh, three, three weeks, weeks now. Three weeks? Okay. <clears throat> uh, and, and you have been you, you're very political. <laughs> or you you follow politics. I say you you just you're you're up. I hate when you say that. It sounds negative. You're very political. You know what's going on. You follow the news. You have I know your what's opinions. going on better yeah. than half the adults in this country. They, well, there you go. He's a very confident young man. So um, you you go to Sabino High School. How many years have you have you talked politics with teachers? Have they brought it up to you? It's been a long time. Been several years. Um, Couple years. You tell me. Uh, well, let's see. Actually, I well, recently... I want to know, met... how many times have you had conversations back and forth with politics with teachers? Oh, uh, since kindergarten. Well, okay then. He's uh, Doogie Hauser. So, it's before your time. So, so yeah, my, my point is, is that you've been kind of going back and forth with teachers, and when they say very inappropriate things to you, which has happened, I'm assuming, for a long time, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So you've gone to principals and said, hey, this person said this. I mean, you've been called racist, bigot, sexist, all kinds of stuff, right? So yeah. so you've stood up for yourself by saying, I'm not taking this crap. I'm telling your boss. And the point being is that where the hell are these wussified teachers that are afraid to do this? Because they're, I don't want to be, no, 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 nobody can know. They, they come up to me at events. They do things. And it's great. I love them. And I know they're scared. They want to keep their job. But they like don't want to stand up for themselves. And when you don't stand up for yourself, you know what you do? You get run over. And you're you're a kid. You could literally. There are students that have been targets, been called things, and everything. Has anything negative happened toward you besides being called names? Oh yeah. Like what? Well, for one thing, um, kids always kind of gang up on me. That's like forget uh, the kids. Let's talk about the adults. Have they done anything grade wise? Anything like that? Well, one time there was a time I wrote an essay which was about like people in the uh, political spectrum. Thing. I wrote an essay on that, and then I also wrote an essay about uh, gender equality and how it's actually more against men nowadays, yep. and both those got major points taken off. Um, like They were like 30% when my Because they didn't like your point 90%. of view. Yeah. Okay. Because they said, I don't, I, don't, I don't think this is true. Nice subjective stuff there. So, okay, so you did that, but other than that, you weren't failed purposefully or anything like that. Okay. No, I, I, there I, you I go. make it soon. So. Well, so that's what I'm saying, obviously. So that, that's why my point is, is that these teachers need to just, you know, the good ones need to not be so damn quiet, need to, you know, speak up. You don't, you, if you don't stand up for yourself, you'll continue to be run over. So let's, let's go back to the beginning. You were telling me something on the air yesterday. People missed it. This is incredible, and we're going to talk about more. You had a discussion in a class, I assume, mm-hmm. about immigration. 
mm-hmm. and you told this teacher there's a difference between legal immigration and illegal immigration. Well, illegal immigrants and legal immigrants, because what this teacher said was, how can you support a man who calls all Mexicans rapists? And I said, no, he's just differentiating between legal immigrants and illegal immigrants. And she said, there's no difference, you racist. So in front of the whole class, she said that? Yep. It was just the beginning of class. It was two days after the election. Man, the day after the election, that was a great day. We'll get to that. We'll get to that in one second. (laughs) So, um, she said that you racist were kids in the class like, Whoa, I mean, what was the reaction? What was the reaction from you? Everybody was chill with it. Cause they, cause they, nobody cause they, was, cause they, they, they believe it. And the few people that and don't what, yeah. believe it, um, yeah. they're not gonna, they're not gonna speak up because I'm exactly. going to be 100% honest with you. My school's about 35% conservative, but nobody would say that from talking to people because mm-hmm. they are scared. People mm-hmm. come up to me all the time and say, I completely agree with what you're saying, but I don't want to say it because my friends are going to hate me and I'm going to get attacked by the teacher. It's terrible. Terrible. So you've been bullied because of your views. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it makes me stronger. And it exactly. Makes me That's the thing. I mean, you didn't know better. You know, there, there's a story as a sidebar. I swear to God, University of Utah. Do you hear about this? University of Utah? An artist created a cry closet as a safe space. A cry closet. So students, if they are stressed out during finals, they can go in it and cry and scream and do that stuff. A cry closet. A cry closet. Grow up. Life is hard. The only, Jeez. Yeah, you know, married men can use that at home. But other than that... It's called the bathroom. I was going to say, yeah, there you go. Uh, so what class was this, by the way? Where this teacher called you this? Uh, you should I say? What was it, a history class? It was an English. English class? <laughs> yeah, it's always English classes. History classes are kind of eh. Uh, math classes are not one way or the other, really. Um, and then, what's the other class? Science can get a little uh, one way and... Well, when you start classes. bringing up climate change and things like that, I'm assuming, or no? Or just straight, straight up political and... It's uh, more like biology. Okay. Oh, um, okay. Biological differences between yes. men and women. Yes. They do. They think they they can somehow trump DNA. Well, I was talking to another English teacher a while ago, and this was during class, and I we were talking about. Um, I was talking to them about like how I see like differences between men and women, and I was telling them like how I see it is like men have higher levels of testosterone. We were talking about reforming the education system, actually. And I was thinking maybe we should have optional recess, but especially encourage men to do it because it's bad for men to just sit there. Uh, it works better for girls. But they were like, yeah, but girls also have high levels of testosterone. I was like, no, no, they no, don't. Science proves it. And she said, well, you know, like gender's just on a spectrum. And I said, no, it's not. Gender's just on a spectrum? Yes, there are millions of genders. There are as many genders as there are stars in the galaxy. Uh, there's When there's actually two genders, and it's pretty easy to figure out which one you are. You just look, look down, down yeah. open your pants. There okay, you go. Thank you. So, wait a second. A biology teacher was arguing that there are millions of genders with No, an English teacher. An English teacher? Yeah. It's was always the, the English teacher. Was it the same English teacher? No, it was a, a different racist? English teacher. Holy smokes. When are they going to stop teaching or speaking English in English class? That's what I want to know. Soon. So, when you, when there was beginning of class, she called you a racist. Where did the conversation go from there? Well, I just defended you Trump. Keep it clean. 
Keep it clean. Yeah. I defended Trump, and she was like, "Can you just step out for a minute? Because I need you to. I, I I need to I need to calm down for a moment." And so I stepped out. But here's where it gets real. Fun. Wait a second. She had you step out of class while she remained there. Yep. Because she needed to calm down as an adult. Yep. Okay. Oh, you want to know something real fun? Yeah. I actually like this teacher quite a bit. Like I liked the way she te- she taught. Yeah. She didn't apologize for what she did, but I actually went home and wrote a letter apologizing for my actions just to be the adult so that we didn't have a strained relationship. <laughs> Who is this kid? Get ready for marriage, brother. Oh, can't um, wait. So let's, let's continue. So she said, I need you to step out. Mm-hmm. So you walked outside into the hallway and just waited for her to call you back in? Well, I did, but then I also uh, texted my mother and I was like, hey, if you get a call home today about something bad, uh, Miss. Ha- Don't, yeah. yeah. Uh, this, this teacher called me a uh, racist because I made a different entry between legal immigrants and legal immigrants, and she called me disgusting. That's something I forgot too. And she, she called, called you disgusting. disgusting. Yeah. An adult calling yes. you disgusting. Bring, and she just started bring, in, in the middle of English class. What were you guys actually supposed to be studying and talking about? I don't remember. Oh, okay. that's all I remember about. But some that day. kind of. I mean, were you a you were a senior? No, you're junior. Uh, I was a junior yeah. at the time. So was it Shakespeare or or something or a book or whatever? I'm sure you had a certain lesson plan. She just opened the door, bell rings, and she starts talking about the election. Yeah. Okay. But that's not even the best part. What? Just wait. Okay. So I texted my mother about that, and she said, "You need to go to the principal and talk about this mm-hmm. right now." And so I'm like, I don't want to. Like, I think I'm just going to leave this alone. And because I've been through this crap before. Yeah. Like, this isn't surprising to me. But she's like, no, you need to go to the principal right now. I called the principal and told him what happened. I'm just like, oh, goodness gracious. Hell hath no fury like an upset mother. Um, Mm -hmm. You're not even Jewish. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so... Um, you have no idea. So I go to walk down, talk to the principal, and I get relayed to another administrator. And I tell this administrator what happened. And she is so upset over Trump's winning. The principal. Uh, was- not the principal, a person in the administration. At Sabino High School. Yes. Okay. Still a high-level position, not okay. the principal himself. He wasn't able to meet with me. Um but she was so upset, and she was talking to me about how she's so worried about her sons who are in the military, and she's worried that they're going to die, and all this sort of stuff. And then she just, out of the blue, asked me, what's your opinion on Roe v. Wade? Hang on. Stop right there. Out of nowhere, when you said, I need to talk to you because this teacher called me disgusting and a racist, she didn't even flinch about that. Did she ask Why? She just said, you know, we all have our own opinions, and now wow. things are very polarized right now. And you know how she gets. You know how she can be so very— So she justified an adult, the teacher, that is probably—is this teacher, by the way, do you know, is she—I'm I'm assuming she's on strike? Oh, yeah. Red for Ed. So this, oh, yeah. this adult, this teacher, English teacher at Sabino High School, I mean, honestly, you can name her for all I care. I'm not going to say a name. You're graduating in three weeks. It has no. It's okay. Well, because I I don't want to say her name because then somebody might talk to her about it, and I don't want to have to see her on Monday. I got gotcha. you. And then tell her she's I welcome. Go to the class right across yeah. from her. Tell her she's more than welcome to call the show and give her side if she'd like. Um, but I want to find out. So that that administrator justified the actions of the adult, saying what she said. It's unbelievable. 
Um, I want to find out more because you told me more about that yesterday. And then when, I want to find out again. So all of a sudden, I don't know where this administrator asks you about your opinion of Roe v. Wade. And you told me what happened, but wait till you hear what this administrator said to Phil right here from Sabino High School. We're going to get to that coming up in five. Don't go anywhere. It's what we call an invitation. Don't go anywhere. We'll continue. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Garrett Lewis with you right now on KNST AM 790. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. Because I've uh, been doing the, uh, the good old Facebook Live at certain times. And yes, here we go. First comment. Uh, one, the kid is more mature than his teachers. And two, you need to shave. You're not my mother or mother-in-law or wife. But thank you for your opinion. All right, going to be uh, partly cloudy, 94 or so today. And we're continuing with Phil. Phil is a senior, graduates in like three weeks. Uh, and he's a very outspoken young man, if you haven't gotten that clue yet. Uh, Sabino High School. Talking about a story, and we're gonna, you're going to stick with me for a while. You have nothing else to do. School's out. So he has all kinds of crazy stories about bias in the schools and the way they teach and things like that. And the day after the election or two days after the election, an English teacher starts chastising him about Trump. How do you support a guy that um, how do you support a guy that that calls all Mexicans rapists? And you said there's a difference between he's showing a differentiate differentiation between illegal aliens and legal. And and no, oh, there's no difference in you're a you're a disgusting and you're a racist, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So you go to the administrator and and say, This is what she said about me. And the administrator says, Well, you know, people are fired up, like making it okay. Right? Well, what if you called the teacher disgusting and a racist? You'd probably get in trouble. Oh, yeah. So then you go to the administrator and you say that. And the administrator out of nowhere says, well, what's your views on Roe v. Wade? What's your views on abortion? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you said I'm against abortion. And that's fine. Uh, so, I, said, I, I said I'm against abortion except for instances of rape. But I think that Planned Parenthood should not be funded by taxpayers, especially considering that it's funded by people whose religion stands against. I'm very pro First Amendment, pro religion when the fourth amendment right to privacy is just assumed it's not even written in there and somehow that means abortion so you were right went right over her head basically the Pretty administrator much. and then she responded with what you should not have your opinion on abortion should not matter because you are a man you don't understand what it's like and i said you know that's actually sexist yes and she probably said wait what she was like oh, you can't be sexist or men you can't she she said you can't be sexist toward men mm-hmm. this is an administrator high up at sabino high school part of the tucson unified school district yep and they want raises so even after she on top of that asks you what your opinion is of abortion because it's what she doesn't like she says you shouldn't have an opinion anyway and it doesn't matter well i, gotta love I shouldn't have an opinion anyway unless it agrees with hers exactly it's bad, huh? Oh, it's real fun. It gets it gets even uh, it gets even worse. Um, you have more stories that you'd like to share, and uh, and I want to hear them because um, it's not just that you. I mean, there are some good teachers. You were telling me you have a math teacher mm-hmm. that you like. He's a great teacher, and you have the extreme opposite political opinion of him. But he has never once brought up politics in class, right? Nope. You we just, just talk about it privately, and he's a fantastic teacher. And so you guys can just have talks, and that's just it. Yeah. That's that's how it's supposed to be. That's how it's supposed to be. So when we get back, I want more stories. And uh, you were talking about certain things that happen, certain lessons, poems, things like that, um, showing how, uh, well, just, just the liberal slant, liberal bias 
that exists in at least Sabino High School. I got a great one on reverse racism. Okay, we'll get to all that. Don't go anywhere. Uh, you know, it's funny, again, if you watch the media coverage, local media coverage uh, of all this, all the strikes, never once, never once does the media actually do anything that might challenge a teacher. They never actually ask a question. You, they just let them talk. They want this money. They're going to fund this, going to do that, blah, blah. Never once does the reporter actually have the cojones or the brains to say, okay, if you get all this money, how is this going to make education better? They never actually asked that because the local media sucks, except for me. We're going to continue with Phil, Sabino High School. These stories get ready to be shocked, and I hope that these teachers at Sabino High School, I hope they're listening as they drive somewhere to go protest or whatever or go strike. Um, and, and I hope that there are school board members from TUSD listening as well because it's really disgraceful. We'll continue in five. Here's Fox. All right, 840. It's your morning ritual. Garrett Lewis, KNST AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, Kim Jong-un, the North Korean dictator, murderous thug, moron guy, uh, has said, uh, I want some peace here, I think. It appears that way. He crossed the border and met in South Korea with the South Korean president where they both said, we will denuclearize the Korean peninsula. Why didn't this happen under Obama? Why not under Bush? Why not under Clinton? Trump, huh? My button's bigger than your button. We'll see. Trump said, well, time will tell. We'll see. This dude better not. Listen, why did this happen? Maybe Trump said, I'm going to blow you up, basically, if you don't do this. Was that it? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Second thing that I think you need to know, but that's huge, uh, is that day two of the strike continues here. Uh, Lawmakers... That, like Ducey, claimed that they the 20% for the pay raise is not a problem. They got some tweaks to figure out, I guess, the budget. Who knows? But then there's other Republicans that say, we haven't been shown anything. We're not doing anything. And the lawmaker, I'm sorry, the uh, the union head, uh, head honchos and the teachers, they're saying, it, we're in it for the long haul, man. We're in it for the long haul of sound bites coming up. Third thing I think you need to know, uh, the House Intel Committee released a report saying there is no evidence of collusion with Russia uh, coordination with Russia, anything with Russia by the Trump campaign. Good night. See you later. Three things I think you need to know. So we're continuing with Phil, a Sabino High School senior uh, who is set to graduate. What do you want to do with life, by the way? What do you, what do you want to be? Well, <clears throat> I do want to work a little bit in business, but I do want to go into politics and hopefully one day be become president of the United States. Okay, well, there you have it. Uh, when I call and want a White House visit, you let me know. Oh, you take my call. Is that okay? Yep. You doing? All right, good. Because um, it'd be cool. Because right now, there's no politicians that like me enough to actually, when I go there, take me around certain places. Um, so let's continue. Um, you, uh, you, you were talking about, give me some examples of bias in class, like bias teaching, besides the fact that they, well, before we even do that, actually, describe the day after the election. Let me go back to that. I was curious about that. Sabino High School, the day after Trump wins, November 9th, 2016. Well, the day like? after Trump won, this it was a day later that the whole stuff happened, but okay. the day after Trump won. So I remember I just got on that bus with my MAGA hat, and I just had a <laughs> smile on my face. And I, and I remember the day beforehand, I actually told people Trump's going to win. I even bet somebody 300 bucks, and I made a lot of money that night. Um, <laughs> and I told people Trump was going to win because I actually conducted my own polls and got my electoral map exactly right. Okay. I also made a lot of money there. Uh, that was fantastic. <laughs> um, 
Anyway, so yeah. I was telling everybody Trump was going to win, and they were like, "Oh no, he's he, he's he's not going to win." I remember choir the day beforehand. I actually sing as well. I was telling them at choir like, "Oh, Trump's going to win." They're like, "Oh yeah, Hillary's going to win." I really wanted to tell them the next time I saw them, Hillary's still going to pull it off, right? <laughs> but I was too kind for that. <clears throat> um, anyway, so the day um, of the election, I told everybody Trump's going to win, and they said, "Oh, uh, and, and what are you going to do if he does?" And I say, you know what? I'm going to accept it graciously, and I'm not going to attack people over it. Not going to gloat. Because um, in 2012, when Romney lost, people attacked me for it and ridiculed me, and it hurt. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to do the same to them. Um, but they said, what will you do if he loses? And I said, I'll congratulate my friends who are Democrats and liberals and say it was a good campaign and do what I can to help our country more. Mm-hmm. So day after the election... Oh, man. Just riding the bus on the way over there with my hat on, just huge grin on my face. Didn't say anything. Um, that was the rule. And I was sitting in the hallway because there's always a spot I sat down because I always got to school an hour early because that's when the bus would drop me off. And then these kids have their Bluetooth speaker and they're playing a song, F Trump, F Trump. It's like mm-hmm. a rap song and whatnot. And then they see me. And they start yelling at me like F Trump, F him, he's a racist, F, 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 all this bull crap. And I say, you know, you're the reason he won. And and then the te- a teacher comes out of their room. And instead of talking to the kids who are just blasting music down the hallway and screaming F Trump, they say, hey, you need to be more respectful. To you. Yep. To me. Unbelievable. And I was like, you something didn't hear similar happened here at work. <laughs> <laughs> so they didn't hear you. So they just f Trump. They're cursing the cursing song, and they yell at you because you need to be more respectful. Because mm-hmm. I say, hey, mm-hmm. that's the reason he won. Were, were the teachers leading up to the election showing their bias toward Hillary and against Trump in the classroom? Some teachers were. Can you give any examples? Again, at Sabino High School, where this was happening. Well, after TUSD, Trump won. After Trump won the primary, the same English teacher from before, well, this was before the primary, she said, oh, man, this guy's going to be gone in just a few weeks. And then... Uh, a teacher said that? Yeah. Based on the the lunatic fringe thought of he'll be impeached or something? Or? No, this was this was before the primary oh, election. Oh, before the primary. Oh, like, they didn't take him seriously. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then after the primary, she said, oh, well, he's still here. That sexist bigot. She just it, said it. She just said he's a he's still here. That Se- bigot, sexist bigot. That sexist bigot. Oh, and we watched a whole lot of SNL attacking Trump. Oh, they gave that to you in class. Oh yeah, all the time. For as an assignment or just for fun? For fun. Which class was this? English. Same, so is English. Same teacher. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so she literally showed Trump bashing on SNL. Oh yeah. Just like I want you guys to see this. Mm-hmm. By the way, how did they show that? Was there like a YouTube oh, on on like in a big screen and it popped up in, in front Smart of the class. Smartboard. Sounds like you guys need funding. Um, like for the smartboard or anything. I mean, it sounds like you guys are really in you know just using candles as light and I mean a smartboard projecting YouTube clips. How the hell did I graduate? How did we get through school, Ryan? Uh, I never actually finished. There you go. That explains a lot. Uh huh. Oh yeah. So so there. I know you live, kid. So they, uh, 
They were just bashing Trump. Any other example? I mean, I'm throwing you, you know, I'm just putting you on the spot. All right, let me think. You know, bashing just, Trump, because that was, it was all kind of like cobbled mm-hmm. together. Um, Did you tell anybody else that she was showing anti-Trump stuff in class oh, just yeah. for fun? Oh, yeah. Like any administrators uh-huh. or stuff? They said it's up to her what she wants to do in class. So that's it. It's up to her. Yep. Again, there are some, were there any conservative teachers? There was one, and the only reason I know he's conservative is because we talked about it privately. He didn't, did he? He never put any of his input in class. Not not once. Okay. Not once. Okay. Actually, no, there's two with my seminary class. Uh, I also take that as well. He's also conservative, but again, didn't put his input in class. So uh, you called yesterday, Phil, and this is Phil. He is a senior at Sabino High School. And in, uh, in TUSD, you called yesterday, you said teachers deserve raises. Mm-hmm. I mean, based on all this, <laughs> I mean, do, do you really think they do blindly just deserve a raise? I mean, again, we all deserve more money. We all think we deserve it. And this is my point, too, is that if you want a raise, fine, there's give and take. You want more money, there's strings attached to it. Mm-hmm. You change your mind at all? Do you, besides just blindly giving them more raise, you think they just all deserve to make more money? I think it's a little more uh, comp- complex than that. Also, uh, just got to take a minute. Uh, Bert Dover, by the way, uh, he heard me on the show yesterday and texted me. Just wanted to call him out and say, "We don't hey, do sh- we don't do shout outs on this show." Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> I don't even give shout outs to my family. It's all right. right. <laughs> That's all right. All right. Um, okay. So anyway, on the Red for Ed movement. Yes. So <clears throat> when you factor in the cost of living with what a teacher's paid here and you factor in the cost of living with what teacher's paid in other states and you average that out, we're still pretty low on it. So I think there should be raises for certain teachers, but I think that some teachers need to just shut the hell up, honestly. Um, you ever get one of these teachers, like your English teacher, your infamous English teachers that apparently get very political? Do they ever get judged, graded, like the principals, administrators ever walk in and sit in class to watch what they do? You ever witness that? Yeah, they, they, they I but mean, that's they, when they, put the, on they, the... they walk in there, but they, they like her. I mean, I'll, I'll say this. She's a really good teacher. She taught the subject very well. The thing is, a lot of what she teaches is full of crap. Um, but for example, my math teacher... I think he actually completely deserves a raise. He actually met President Bush because he got a Teacher of the Year award. And that's great. Again, I'm just saying that, you know, mm-hmm. we, I hear all these stories. And it's not just that teacher. It's the administrators that also mm-hmm. are, are letting this happen. And I think if all if they want all this money, you can have whatever views you want. But teach English and shut up, you know. Mm-hmm. LeBron, dribble a basketball and shut up. Act in the movie and shut up. Sing the song and shut up. That's just the way... You know, I, I just don't want to blindly just give money like that. That's just me. You know, there's got to be something to you. Can't just keep doing the same thing. It's not unacceptable to me. Well, what I what I want is this is my actual plan hmm. is that we get rid of superintendents and school boards. Each school is local, and each school's board is composed of a principal that's elected every two years, as well as pa- uh, te- uh, pa- parents of students mm-hmm. and teachers. And so parents of students can say, "Hey, this teacher's full of crap." Or something like that. If we're going to be giving them raises, so it's all more local, so people know what's going on. And the well, have you gone to the school board at all and complained about this teacher or these teachers that do these things and say these things? Yep. So you've gone to this, and nothing ever happens, though. Nope. That's the problem, and that's the problem. 
Uh, listen, stick with me. You have nothing else to do anyway. We have more to talk about. I want to get more of these stories, the assignments with the liberal slants to them and stuff like that. You got to hear these to believe them. And then I also want to play the sound bites for you to hear and and uh, and for you to hear as well, and for you about uh, what happened at the Capitol yesterday with that uh, that uh, commie guy that's leading the charge. You, Noah. Car- thank you, Noah Carvelis, and uh, and the uh, the union head honcho. I mean, what they were doing and saying is just incredible. What's the class size? Are you guys um, overloaded? There's about probably 400 people in our class. Yeah, no, but like, is it like 40 kids in a class, 20 kids in a class? Some classes, there's th- over 30 kids. Some classes, there's 14. Mm-hmm. Okay, depending on the class. Yeah. Um, and again, are the, the books are all, you said you have textbooks with George Bush as president? Yep. In so T- they're U- completely forgotten about Obama, which I guess is a plus. Yeah. But. So, but that's a TUSD. Yep. And I'm getting, I mean, I had a TUSD board member saying that doesn't happen there. So who the hell knows? What a mess. We'll continue. Don't go anywhere. KNST AIM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. You're shot at $1,000 now. Text the word LUCK to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's LUCK to 7. It is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, on KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Now, if you missed any part of this interview, Ryan will put it up on my uh, iHeart channel, right? iHeartRadio.com. Search. iHeartRadio.com. Search Garrett Lewis. To get some dragon energy and just deal with it, okay? All right. iHeartRadio.com. Search Garrett Lewis. Uh, it'll be up there, the podcast. Um, I, I may have time to stick it up on, on my page today. I'm not sure. KNST.com. Don't look at me that way. I may go on strike. You make time. It's Friday. I'm tired. Leave me alone. Three I got some thi- dragon fruit for you. I need some dragon energy. Three things I think you need to know. Should you get dragonenergy.com? Is there a website yet? Find out. Put a picture yeah. of the Don, picture of Kanye. Anyway, three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, peace in the Korean Peninsula. What? Maybe? The South Korean uh, president met with the North Korean nutjob, and they, uh, they, he, the North Korean uh, walked to South Korea across the border, said, we want to denuclearize the peninsula. We will see what happens. Second thing that I think you need to know, House panel, House Intelligence Committee, they have officially cleared President Trump. They said there is literally no evidence of collusion, coordination, anything between Russia and Trump. Yep. There you go. Third thing I think you need to know is, man, oh man, oh man, day three of the strike. I'm sorry, day two of the strike. Seems like it's been day three. Um, There are rumors about a ballot initiative to try to get some kind of a tax hike so you could pay teachers more. Again, if they want more money, what comes with that? What are we to expect? Uh, Ducey is folding like a cheap suit. He wants to just give it to him. He's telling the uh, the Republicans in the legislature to do it. The Republicans in the legislature that love Ducey are trying, saying, we're close. We're just tweaking things. We're close. We're close. But Republicans that aren't buying this say, we don't even know where the money's coming from. We haven't been shown anything. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, by the way, apparently, uh, uh, before we get back to Phil here, Chance the Rapper 
Chance the Rapper has decided to take a shot at Trump. I'm shocked by Chance the Rapper because Kanye still thinks Trump's a good guy. Um, President Trump thanked Chance the Rapper, but then Chance the Rapper decided to take a shot at Trump. Um, He said, my attempt to support Kanye is being used to discredit my brothers and sisters in the movement. I can't sit by and let that happen. I'd never support anyone who has made a career out of hatred, racism, and discrimination. You know, it's funny, when Trump was a Democrat, they never said that. When he'd meet with Al Sharpton, and Al Sharpton loved him and things like that. Never, ever, ever said that. And Chance the Rapper must know about this. I'd never support someone who'd talk about Chicago as if it's hell on earth. And then take steps to make life harder here for the most disenfranchised among us. Excuse me? What did Obama get? Like Kanye said, Chicago never got better under Obama. So black people literally have the lowest unemployment, lowest black unemployment in the history of the country. And Chance the Democrat still says Trump's racist. This is going to work out well for him. He, he, say, can, he can finish by saying, let me make up for my poorly timed comments with immediate action and advocacy for those who need it most. Like the people that are working. So Chance the Rapper. You know, I thought rap names are supposed to be cool, though. Right? Well, Chance, Chance kind of the cool Rapper? Name. It's like the lamest rap name I've ever heard in my life. I think Garrett Lewis would be more lame. Yeah, yeah well, that, 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 you're probably oh, right. You're probably right. Frightened words. So I go, Lil, Lil Garrett. There's Lil Wayne. Lil Garrett? Isn't there a little something else? That's all the girls say. Oh, you shut your mouth. Uh, we're not going to start with the mom jokes. Uh, we're going to try to keep it mature, even though it's Friday, right? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I like your mom. Mm-hmm. She's nice. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened with you. Um, oh, here we go. I love this. I just got an email about this. This one stands out to me. Garrett, I totally get what you're doing with the brave Sabino student. I likely would deck someone that said that to me, what happened to him. Many or most teachers are very liberal. According to my wife, any teacher that pulled that at her school would be warned firmly. Not all liberals are bad, but you're trying to make it that way. It's beneath you, and I'm disappointed. Take a number, John. Thank you very much. Uh... I'm trying to make all liberal. I'm I'm simply pointing out things that aren't coming to light. If this is, John, I'm very disappointed in you that you're taking it this way. When the entire point of this interview with Phil right here is that these teachers are pushing for more money and nothing is going to change. Nothing, oh, nothing is going to change if they get this money in what they do in the schools. And if you think Phil right here is the only example of this, you're high, or you're kidding yourself. So, John, it's beneath you to say it's beneath me. And I'm disappointed in you that you're disappointed in me. So we've disappointed each other. Yes. Stop whining. Yeah, I know that, you, again, so any, any teacher at, at your wife's school, what school is that? Are you brave enough to say? They'd be, I don't love this. Any teacher that pulled that at my wife's school would be warned firmly. <laughs> What's after that? Double secret probation? (laughs) Oh, thanks. Thanks. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, John. I appreciate that. Double secret probation. So, um, I mean, is this just one random example? I mean, this liberal, you, you went to school, you've been going to school, you Sabino high four years. You've dealt with this stuff for years and years and years. And again, you didn't even get backed by administrators. One bad apple. How many? 
What do you mean one bad apple? You, how many administrators have you talked to about attacks on you by teachers that didn't even actually condemn the teachers? Have any teachers actually gotten in trouble or apologized? We, we said this. I'll bring it up again. I don't think any of them ever apologized. Okay. Um, going back in it, I apologized once. Mm-hmm. So there you go. So John beat it. Anyway, um, you'll get your money back for the show. <laughs> so let's talk about this. Somehow Black Lives Matter was brought up in your in, in your English class again? Mm-hmm. English, class. English class again. And uh, they said that black people are being oppressed by cops and cops are targeting them. And you pointed out FBI statistics showing that black people get uh, arrested or commit crimes at a higher rate. And you're saying that's that's what's going on. These are facts from the FBI. Mm-hmm. And for that, were you called any names this time or they just wanted to? No, but the it was a teacher who said, you know, it's that's actually because uh, police ha- target African-Americans. And that's why it says they commit more crimes because they target African-Americans more. And I'm just like, no, I live in a white community. And if I called the police, they'd be over there in three minutes. And you, so a crime is a crime. Police. You, you think so. <laughs> you yeah, think so. A crime is a crime. I wouldn't even say three minutes. I'd, I'd say seven hours, but that's just because of Chief Magnus. Um, so, yeah, you said a crime is a crime. It doesn't matter. Crime doesn't know color. But your teacher tried to tell you and the class that police target black people. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And the class just accepted it, too. But I that's didn't it. argue with it. So uh, when did the teacher, what, what was the teacher fact-checking? Uh, uh, they were using... Uh, well, they were using Huffington Post for one conversation. Then another time, they didn't even fact check. They just say, oh, you're wrong. About what? What was she fact checking? Um, you're wrong that cops aren't racist and that African-Americans have a higher chance of committing crimes. So instead of going to FBI statistics, she went to the Huffington Post to try to figure out if you were right no, or wrong. No, she just went straight up to you're wrong. Okay. There you go. That's nice. Um, now... You were also in a class. This is English class where the poem. There was a poem about abortion. You had to analyze. Mm-hmm. Out of all subjects that this teacher could pick in the entire world, that was that was one. Abortion yeah. was picked. And now again, the 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 good or bad, pro or con, whatever, wasn't talked about. It was analyzed the poem, but the poem just happened to be about abortion. It was pretty graphic. You don't have to go into it. Yeah, but it was pretty graphic. It was it was very graphic, and it lasted three days. Yeah, we went. We used spent three days analyzing it. Mm. Now, have you ever gone to the principal to talk about all of the uh, left-leaning things that were pushed upon you guys? A few times. And what did the principal say? Like, sorry, but that's just a curriculum that they choose to teach. They choose. Huh. What do you think would happen if a teacher, and again, we're just playing hypothetical at this point, but if a teacher started talking about how great Trump is and how bad Obama is. Well, there was a teacher who was using a textbook for an economics class at another high school. And this textbook was right-leaning. And they had a field day with it. The who's, teacher who's got they? like a 10-day suspension. Who's they? Um, the parents and the students and the administrators. So for using an economic textbook that was right How do you mean it was right-leaning? Was it just saying that... Capitalism works. It was saying capitalism works. Literally? Is that... I mean, I'm not... Well, that's that, That's as far as I know about it. I just heard about it a little bit. But yeah, it was just saying like capitalism works. Like we're going to go with lower taxes. This helps people. Sort of just the whole like conservative economic view. Sure. So that was in the book. Mm-hmm. 
a teacher at Sabino High School was using that book to teach. No, a teacher oh. at another school. What school was that? I it, uh, t- can't in TUSD here in Southern Arizona. It was TUSD, yeah. So that happened. The teacher chose to use this because, mm-hmm. like your principal said, they you know they they choose to teach this in the curriculum. Nothing I could do about it. But that teacher was given a ten day suspension for doing it. Yep. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, anything else that we're missing? Did I hit on the reverse racism? In the oh, no, no, class? yeah, yeah, do, do that reverse racism. This is funny. Okay, so I was talking to another student, mm-hmm. and they were saying how black people can't be racist. And as soon as they said that, I just bursted out laughing. Wait, 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 wait. Who said black people can't be racist? Another student. Said that in class? Yep. And what class was this? History. Sophomore year. Why, why was it even brought up? Any idea? I, I, things happening in the news? I can't remember. It was probably something we're learning about in history because we learn about how women were treated in Mm -hmm. history. That was always a big topic throughout different civilizations and African Americans were treated. That was always very big on the teacher. Um, He's not as bad as an English teacher though. Anyway, so, so the student says this and I'm just bursting out laughing. And so I I call the teacher over and I'm like, Can you just please tell her that black people can be racist. And he looks at me and he says, no, black people can't be racist. Reverse racism isn't a thing. And I just looked at him with the most quizzical look and I was like, what? And then the student was like, yeah, see, I'm right. And I was just like, you're saying that somebody can't be racist because of the color of their skin. And they were like, no, I'm saying that black people can't be racist because they've been oppressed. And I just I just totally checked out from there. I didn't even argue anymore. But it was just wrong for the teacher to say that. I mean, to say that. Yes. I, mean, I, did, I, I mean, that's Oy. that's a point of view. That's not a that's not a fact. It's not that's a point of view. Hmm. Like I could say white people can't be racist then. But, oh, man, that would that would stir up a lot mm, of fun stuff. Yeah. That's just uh, that's just crazy. What one last thing? Ugh. Also, I just want oh. to say real quick, if you guys want to talk with me about this at all, just follow me at Philip J Peterson. That's at P H I L L I P J P E T E R S E S E N. No, no N. No, no, S-E-N. no N. It was too long for the Twitter name. Okay, there you go. <laughs> so uh, that's his Twitter handle. So we had somebody call. This is very interesting. Wondering about bullying. Yeah. Because all we hear about is bullying, bullying, bullying. Mm-hmm. And I was in high school. I was in school. There were kids getting bullied. It happened. Is bullying as big of a problem as everyone makes it out to be in your estimation? And it could be. Not not in high school. In elementary school, though, yes. Like, in fifth grade, I actually had to leave that school because kids were talking about different ways to kill me. Oh. Um, that was that, that was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it gets to less of a problem as the years go on. Um, like, the typical bullies that you hear about and see, they're not really there anymore it's more of like a bowling kind of of the mind and a bias okay bullying so that uh, so that's what it is they'll attack you for your views uh-huh not just make fun of you because you're short tall ugly fat whatever no because then you're fat shaming or then mm-hmm. you hate midgets and you and that, hate disabled people there all you that go stuff. so uh I mean, real quick, snowflakes all over the place oh yeah feelings that kind of stuff safe spaces were there any safe spaces in your high school there was, uh, there weren't any like places you could go for a safe space, 
but at times teachers would often say like, oh, this is a safe space in here. We're not going to talk about this or this or this. We're not going to like say these things. And, you know, I have a very uh, liberal friend. Uh, can I say his name? No. All right. Well, <laughs> it's okay. It doesn't, it, no, no reason to. He's another student. Okay. Um, but he is Massachusetts, far left, Ted Kennedy, all sure. that, all that good stuff. But even he agrees with me, safe spaces shouldn't be a thing because as he puts it, there's no safe space in his real life. And he even thinks it's ridiculous. Yep. There you go. All right. Listen, man. Um, you guys got any word uh, from any teachers about if they're going to be back at school on Monday? Anything from your principal or superintendent? Any messages at all? Um, no. Nope. Okay. Nope. All right. Just figuring that out. Listen, dude, uh, Phil, thank you for coming in, man. If you think anything else, let me know. You have my number. Uh, I wish you the best luck. Thank you for, for standing up for yourself. And I think that needs to happen more. I think there are too many teachers that are good teachers that are conservative. And it doesn't matter if conservative or not, but they should they should stand up. And uh, and and just you know not stand for for this garbage. I think there'd be a lot of people that we have no problem paying teachers more money if we knew there'd be better things happening at the schools. Simple as that. Simple as that. Um, oh, do you want to say one more thing? I was just gonna say um, there was a study taken where uh, teachers like answered, "What do you consider yourself, liberal, Republican, or independent?" It was eighty percent, eighty-one percent liberal, nine percent independent, and three percent conservative. And the rest were unknown. But mm-hmm. I think that says a lot. I don't know what it is, but liberals seem to be very attracted to the position. Maybe it's a stage to kind of preach your views, which is something I think like also with college professors. Yeah. But there are a lot of liberal teachers out there that don't interject their views. Mm-hmm. And that's not a problem. The problem is when you call kids names, when you attack them, and when you also keep people from speaking out. Like, here's the deal. I'm very outspoken at my school. Everybody knows it. Um, kids think I'm a Nazi. I don't know why, uh, <laughs> but I'm very outspoken. Yet you go on a Jewish talk show host show. Oh, you're Jewish? Oh, really? Oh, no. No kidding. <laughs> um, well, I'm, I'm not going to be a Nazi if you go on a Jewish talk show host show. Mommy. Thank yeah. you. Well, Ben Shapiro is also a Nazi, you know? Yes, and as, as a Jewish Nazi. <laughs> a special kind of Nazi. Uh-huh. Uh, you cannot see that coming. Big, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Don't, don't push it. All right. Um, anyway, uh, but what happens is because these teachers are so liberal and they also like teach these kids that are liberal, like you're completely fine. Many students go up to me scarily often and say, I agree with what you're saying, but I'm not going to say it because I'm afraid I'm going to get attacked. I'm going to lose my friends. I'm going to mm-hmm. get, I'm going to get all this terrible stuff happen to me. And people always ask me like, why do you stand up? And I say, because I'm not gonna be because I'm not gonna be silent because I'm not gonna let people walk over me and they said you know like I wish I had what I wish I had that same courage mm-hmm. um but they just they're just like you know I'm almost done with high school they just don't want to deal with it they want yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's just it, it's just you know deal with it and I'll say this I do want to thank you and Mark Levin, Rush Limbaugh, these guys, because these, Ben Shapiro, a lot of these kids that I talk to, they listen to them. And so you keep us sane, okay. quite honestly. Um, and you keep us kind of in line. So I did want to thank you for that because... Well, well thank you. Just do me a favor. Go uh, get a job, do something, make a lot of money, buy the advertiser's products. That's all I ask about <laughs> you, okay? That's all, that's all I ask. Keep up the good fight, Phil. I appreciate it, man. All right. And stay in touch. Let me know what you do. All right? Appreciate it. We'll, we'll continue. And what do you think about all this that has just happened, by the way? 
uh, the bias at schools. And we'll play sound bites from the uh, the leadership of the Red Fred, the crazy leadership, the union head, where they really start to uh, reveal themselves. It's coming up. Don't go anywhere, Phil. Again, man, thank you, dude. Mm-hmm. Good luck. KNST AM seven ninety two sounds most stimulating talk. Shut. Hang on, nine twenty nine. Thanks for hanging out, Garrett Lewis, with you here. Uh, we got a calls lined up, but there's something that uh, Phil just brought to me that I had to share. In English class again, throw on the headphones real quick. In English class again, by the way, sun uh, partly cloudy, 94, I believe, today. But if it's 96, what are you going to do? You're going to sweat like it's 94. So Phil said that in English again, mm-hmm. th- you said this year or last year? This is this year. An English teacher, you guys spent an entire day learning about white privilege and that it's a real thing. Uh huh. And we made circles of oppression in which, like, white people, we put them in the middle because they were the least oppressed, and black people put them on the outside because they were the most oppressed. Then we filled in the rest. I actually reversed the whole thing. She had a field day uh, with it. What'd but- she say about you? Did she say you're racist again? She did not say I'm racist, but she said that I'm ignorant for not believing white privilege is a thing and it's showing my privilege. I can't see it because of my privilege. You, you know, I wish she could have said. Well, you're proving my point right now because I feel really oppressed as you're attacking me. That's what I said, actually. <laughs> I'm oppressed right now. And then the whole start, class started laughing. Um, uh, and then another time I walked in late to class, yeah. actually, set my bag down. And I uh, and they were talking about something. I don't remember what it was, but I just gave a contradictory point. And then this girl just stood up and said, check your white male privilege. And then you? I, Yeah. And then I just sat down and said, I cannot wait to hear what we're learning about today. Good for you, man. Yeah. Good for you. This is insane. This is insane. You know, I keep my kids, I tell my kids, you know, just keep your mouths closed. See? Don't listen to these crazies. And just get out of there. But then they keep on doing it. But then they keep on doing it. Well, I'm considering also homeschooling my kids because I I think I can teach them better than uh, many of these. uh, Slow down on the kid talk, kid. Slow down on the kid talk. (laughs) Have some freedom first. Enjoy life. Well, and then something I also wanted to say real quick about the. You keep wanting more. (laughs) <laughs> about the red for ed thing <laughs> yeah the red for ed thing was like before 2008 as i think i said yesterday like we had better classes we had cooking classes taxes oh, classes yeah. home ec classes things that and you those, can use in real life yeah we actually had classes that would actually make a difference and those were all cut and those haven't come back since and i think at high school we waste so much time doing things that we'll never do again like what White, English. White, white privilege? Uh, like like white privilege. Like I don't reading. understand why in English uh, you're learning about white privilege and oppression. Because we're reading a book about how Native Americans are oppressed. By the evil white man. Well, back to home ec. I mean, maybe this is why, like, you know, ladies can't make a sandwich or a drink <laughs> for their man. Oh, my God. I think I, you're I'm not sure. This. <laughs> I don't know if you need those classes anymore, though, because there's something called YouTube. How to make an omelet. You put it on there. How to make a sandwich. You put it on there. That's all it is. My wife, she likes sea bass. So I had to cook sea bass. I found a three-minute video. Dude cooked sea bass. (laughs) My wife's like, oh, my God, this is so good. I'm like, really? There you go. Funny how that works. Hmm. Anyway. So uh, really quick, again, is the only book you're using that that is old is that history book that said George Bush is president? Well, that's uh, all our textbooks are old like really old, like our English textbook. Oh, great English guy is like forty years old. Um, but that really doesn't matter too much. But governments and those things, history, those are all a decade, if not two decades old. Okay. I mean, does English actually evolve? I mean, 
there's the now the you're showing your privilege. You're showing your evolved. male privilege now. You Hispanic oh, male privilege white guy. Here's something that was great. We were doing a essay thing, and I used incorrect grammar, and she knocked me down a few points. And I said, you know, English is just a social construct because it's just the way that we con- talk to one another. And who's to say that this is or isn't right? Oh my God! No and she she knocked me down. She kept me knocked down on the points, but she well, what's just funny is she the one that me. said something that ge- there's a thousand genders or a million genders. Mm-hmm. Gender out there? is a social construct. So it's, it's yeah, English is a social construct. Same and so thing. is ethnicity. Yeah. Oh, God. So a person that is black, they can identify whatever they want. Yep. Sabino High School. Time Sabino is a construct. Shut up. It's true. Put on your tinfoil hat. We're in the Matrix. 934. Phil, thank you. We'll get your calls coming up, and I will put the sound bites coming up. Don't go anywhere. we got the Tucson sound bites, the leader sound bites, all about Red for Ed. Don't go anywhere. Phil, thank you. This is it. You're done. Yeah, I'm going to stay here and listen to these calls. Okay, though. cool. All right, thank you. <laughs> it's KNST. Elating talk. 942, three things I think you need to know. Uh, the North Korean murderous thug dictator, for the first time in 65 years, walked across, well, at least someone from North Korea, walked across the border, shook hands with the president of South Korea, said, let's denuclearize the peninsula. Holy crap. It's huge news. Huge news. Why is it not really getting that much coverage? I mean, this is this is tremendous. People thought Trump was going to cause World War III. My button's bigger than your button. Apparently, uh, it got this to happen. And Trump says, listen, he tweeted out, time will tell. It's good, but time will tell. Second thing I think you need to know, the strike is in day two. Ducey uh, is is uh, pushing people to call legislators. Some legislators think that this is all but done. Well, the money's there. We have to do some tweaks. Other lawmakers, like, we, don't even, we haven't seen the plan. We have no idea. We have no idea. And then uh, the Red for Red leadership, the commie leadership in the union, they have actually uh, revealed themselves, and they said this is for the long haul. Wait till you hear sound bites coming up about that. Uh, third thing I think you need to know uh, is that a House Intelligence Committee has put out a, a re- somewhat redacted report, but said there's been no evidence, no evidence showing Trump colluded, collaborated, anything with Russia. So enough is enough. Three things I think you need to know. Really quick, Phil wants to hear callers and stuff. So he's he's hanging out. But he just told me that when the uh, National Walkout Day happened last month, was it last month? No, it was, just, it was last month, March, right? A month after. Uh, Sabino High School, where he goes, they had the walkout. Uh, he was specifically emailed by teachers. Well, before even that, if you didn't want to take part in it, you couldn't just sit there. They made every student, right? They made every student walk out. This is what he said. He said, they made, I didn't want to do it. They made every student participate in this walkout to make it look like it was bigger than what it was. On top of that, uh, they told Phil, don't bring any signs. They told all the students, don't bring any signs. You can't make this political. Don't make it political. And, and, and they specifically emailed Phil and said, don't bring anything. So he didn't bring anything. But other students brought signs, anti-gun signs, and they let it happen. They let, it, they let, them, they let them hold them. That was at Sabino High School. Dude, if I was TUSD school board, I'd be getting this principal, the administration, whatever, whoever's there on the horn and find out what the hell is going on there. But that's just me. What do I do? What do I know, right? What do I know? Before we get to the calls, 880-KNST, 880-5678. Let's point out a couple of things that were said yesterday. Okay? Uh, let's play 102. I'm thinking that maybe Noah Carvelis listened to the show yesterday, Phil, because apparently uh, after you called up at uh, 6 in the morning, we got you on at 7. And you said that we have, you know, we need more money because I have history books that say Bush is, was president, is president, still president. Uh, number 102, Noah Carvelis actually said this yesterday in Phoenix on stage later on in the day. Here we go. I'm a little tired of our students in Arizona 
not having a textbook that goes beyond George W. Bush. I'm thinking it was, they, they got that talking boy from you. Way to go, buddy. So that happened. Now, this is something new. 103. I didn't hear this before. This is Noah Carvelis again. Here we go. I'm a little tired of hearing stories from teachers who can't afford to bring their kid to the doctor. I'm tired of that. But you loved Obama and Obamacare. I don't understand. By the way, real quick, Phil, uh, anybody, was the Red for Red movement talked about in your school or no? Did the teachers bring it up or no? Uh, yeah, a, a little bit. They mostly just talked about like what was going on for the next two days. Um, I, I will say this. Uh, they did uh, protest at the front of the school before school started. Yeah. Um, however, again, that math teacher, he definitely supported it, but he didn't interject his view in class. The English teacher completely did, though. She said, you need to get behind this or something? Like, how did she support it? Well, for one thing, she had to sign up in a room about it, and she was, like, talking Are about it. Are you serious? I can take a, uh, you, you know, um, I can take a picture of it if it's still there. On Monday, I would imagine it's illegal to have signage up supporting what did it say, Red for Ed or support Hashtag Red, for Red for Ed in your classroom. Uh huh. Okay. So, did she talk about why you guys need to support it? Did she put that slant on there or no? Uh, just so you need to support uh, our future and our kids. And, you know, I actually voted against the tax increase, you know, the proposition, the TUSD tax increase. Mm-hmm. I remember telling her I was voting against that, and she told me, this was private, but she told me, you're voting against our future. And I said, no, I'm voting against more taxes going to people who aren't going to use them the way they say they're going to use them. Thank you, Phil. Holy smokes. Well, I want to bring that up. And again, so you have the Obamacare thing. Now teachers can't afford to bring their kids to the doctor, according to Noah Carvelis. And then let's go to Joe Thomas. He is the head of the Arizona Educated Education Association. Yeah, a- the Arizona AEA, the union. Uh, number 105. This is what the union head said right after Noah Carvelis was on stage. Here we go. It's about having a class size beneath 40. It's about having kindergarten classes beneath 22. Build the wall. Build the wall. Unbelievable. We have more. We'll get to it in just a second. Uh, Regina, welcome to KNST. Hi. Hi. Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Are you Canadian? Should I say Regina or should I stick with Regina? Um, you can say Regina. That okay. would be helpful. Sure. No problem. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I just wanted to let you know I'm a new teacher mentor with TUSD. I happen to support Sabino, four teachers at Sabino. I work with teachers in their first or second year mm-hmm. of um, being in the profession. And I'm not hearing a lot of talking points about the real crisis is the teacher shortage. We cannot recruit highly qualified teachers, and we can't keep them once we do. The kids are feeling it. The stress I see on the students, they're the acting out, the mm. comments they make, it's real serious. You know, children wait, don't wait, understand. Wait, 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 wait a second. Wait a second. You're telling yeah. me that the, the, the teachers acting and saying the things towards Phil is because they're under stress? Well, Come on. no. I'm, Come I'm on. talking about younger kids especially that know they don't have the same teacher that started the school year. They don't have the same set of teachers that were there okay. last year. Okay. I'm not talking about Sabino specifically. Okay. And as far as what Phil is saying to you, I do hope in the spirit of fairness, you will talk to an administrator at Sabino. Because Phil, 
sees what Phil sees, and I respect his opinion, but I think there's a bigger story. What, what, and, do, you, what do you think is the bigger I'm, story? I'm, I'm just, calling in. I know, no, because, hang on, hang on, hang on. What, what do you think? It, so when Phil says this stuff, and he's called names by his teacher, and he goes to administrators, and they browbeat him about abortion, and say, well, that's just the way it is, what's the other story? The other story is what the administrator actually said, what the teacher really said. Sometimes I hear people saying things to me, and I feel what they're saying more than listening carefully to their words. But I really would like you to just take a minute to focus on oh. the thousands of classrooms that don't have a teacher right now. Why do they not have a teacher? Right Why do they not have a teacher? Because people don't want to stay. It's a very highly qualified job. It's a difficult job. Yeah. It's stressful. It's exhausting. And in the end, we're not paid the education level we have. People who have managerial skills, they have leadership skills, they're master teachers. They're qualified mm. to work somewhere else that pays them twice. Okay. We're not, none of us went into the classroom to get rich. You know that. So, I, I, so okay, so if you know I, you're not, I, hang on, hang on. If you know you're not going to get rich, what is full funding and what is what is fair pay? Well, if you just look at this year's budget compared to no, give me a give me a number. Give me a number. There. Give me a number. What what is what is no, fair no, pay? No, and I hope you can respect this about me. Why you stop I, hoping for respect? I, I'm asking you a question. Teach, no, I teach English. I teach foreign language. You're asking me to give you data and spreadsheets and numbers that I could transpose because I don't have it. In What's front a of number? Me. What would teachers stay for forty thousand a year? I I after fifteen years. I make $38,000 a year. Okay. And I have two degrees. I have my national board certification. I'm highly qualified. When, when the performance appraisals come out, I score high. Uh, so you want to know why do we teach? We really believe we're making a difference. And there's, there's just as many people who, who want to go into the profession, not to change kids' minds, to teach them how to think. Let me ask you this. Yeah, they, they, they tried to teach Phil how to think, too, and they browbeated into him because they disagreed. Are you not outraged you know, by what you heard? Well, I'm not because I have daughters wow. that go to Sabino, and they haven't had Phil's experience. So you've got to, if you're going to do some investigative Wow, so you're not, you're, not, you're not upset about, you're not upset, you're, so you're basically well, not believing I, the young man. Well, Phil, Phil actually knows who I am, and, and we've spoken. And I, I hear Phil, but I'm asking you you're taking I will one make a call. Listen, story, listen. Let me tell you something. I will make. And I will you're make, asking mm. me to be outraged by yeah. one young man's story, and I am in a position where I see a more global view. Of course, it's global. I will make a call, and I guarantee you, I'll not get a call back from anybody at Sabino, and nobody will come on this show. Well, if you don't get a call back from any administrator at Sabino, I'll take you to breakfast. I don't want to go to breakfast. Choice. I don't give a crap about breakfast. I want you to tell me what a number is that will make teachers want to stay here. 40,000? Well, 45. I think 50. I think 45. I think 45 is Now, a, is if a I fair... give if I if I okay and I'll pay more taxes, will you make sure that there's no liberal freaking slant like there's strings attached? I don't don't just tell me that you're going to get more money. I want things to change. You know what? I have a really good idea. I oversee or I support, I coach, I mentor a dozen teachers. Do you want to come around with me one day? Of course, i got to get permission that you <sighs> come in on campuses as a guest. But come see what I see. Hang on, hang on one I second. Mean, I'm gonna, hang, on, hang on one second. I'm going to bring in another teacher named Brad. Brad, welcome to KNST. Hi, Brad. Yeah, it's Rod. But oh, Rod. Sorry. Uh, see, Ryan needs to go back to school. 
Yeah, there are 2,000 empty positions in this state that are not filled at near, near the end of the year, all right? 1,000 of them is in TUSD, all right? And that has to do with the conditions in the classroom, not pay. Not arguing, nobody thinks that teachers are overpaid. I've never met anybody who said that. That's not the issue. The reason people don't want to go into, into teaching is the conditions that are in the classroom. And the reason that they have teachers changing all the time is that Ducey has signed an order where you can hire somebody who is not certified but highly qualified and has a degree. Tucson Unified has refused to follow that by insisting that people be certified. And what you're getting is is these kids with you cannot keep a long you cannot keep a substitute in the classroom for the entire year. You have to rotate. So, I mean, uh, the, the problem is with the administration, and I've been trying to get through for a couple of days to make another point to you. Sixty cents of every dollar that goes into TUSD goes to the administration. The other 40 goes to teachers and building and facility maintenance. Now, you want to find your 20% to give them a raise overnight? Cut that down to 20%. I mean, any business is that top-heavy, 60%? Listen, so you're, you're making great points. Let me, let me hang, hang on a second. A couple of people on. I, I got you. Hang on a second, Rod. So you're telling me the conditions. Are you talking about the conditions like the discipline, lack of discipline? Totally. What? And frankly, it goes back on the parents. Okay? Yes, of course. When I the difference between when I was a kid and the kids that I'm dealing with today are what I call not my Johnny syndrome. Mm-hmm. Okay, Johnny's never at fault. But, well, Johnny's burning down the school. Well, no, no, my Johnny wouldn't do that. Yeah, but we have him on videotape here, ma'am. He's burning the school. No, no, that's not my Johnny. Johnny wouldn't do that. I mean, it is unbelievable, uh, the denial. In my day, if a, if, a parent, if a teacher said something, uh, they would correct it, okay? So, okay, then, Re- Regina, what's your response really quick? Uh, my response is that's not the whole story about today's kids. It's never today's a whole story. Kids been, yeah. today's kids it's a lot more than it is pay, my dear. It is a lot and more I, than just pay. I'm not arguing with you, and I hope that you read what our demands are, because I am not wearing red for Ed because I want a pay raise. I want my students treated better. I want them to have what they need. They're exposed to things on the Internet that you and I were never, ever exposed to. So how is giving more money going to do that? that I don't understand. That is a bigger issue. I agree with you. I would love to have more parents and more community Mm -hmm. involvement in each of our schools. How is more money going to do that, Regina? How is more money going to do that? Yeah, exactly. Well, first of all, did you hear my salary? More money is going to bring me books. I won't have to buy my own dry erase markers anymore. I won't have to bring in snacks. I tell you what, since you guys since you guys aren't going to be working, hang on, 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 what's exactly? Both of, you, both of you, hang on. Ryan, see if we can get them both on since they're not going to work on Monday anyway. If they can, see if they can both come into the studio and we can have like a Frank and Marie fest and see what happens there. We'll continue. 957 is KNST. Station. The United States won't be played on Lisa Brady. Fox News, that from President Trump moments ago, reflecting on today's historic meeting between the Korean leaders and his own upcoming meeting with the North Korean leader, who's pledging to denuclearize. The United States has been played beautifully like a fiddle uh, because you had a different kind of a leader. We're not going to be played. 
Okay. We're going to hopefully make a deal. If we don't, that's fine. Saying again, he'll walk away if there isn't a solution. The comments during an Oval Office meeting with German Chancellor Angela Merkel. Dankeschön. Dankeschön auch für den Empfang. Who says she looks forward to deepening the relationship and who's likely to reinforce the French president's plea this week for the U.S. to stay in the Iran nuclear deal. Meantime, familiar words from the president on the Russia probe. It's a witch hunt. That's all it is. There was no collusion uh, with Russia. This after Republicans on the House Intelligence Committee released their full report finding no evidence of collusion. Committee Democrats say it wasn't a serious investigation. A federal judge just tossing out a motion from former Trump campaign chair Paul Manafort, who was challenging the authority of special counsel Robert Mueller to target Manafort's business dealings. The former student charged in the deadly Valentine's Day shooting at a Florida high school is due back in court at this hour. Fox's Evan Brown, live in Miami. Elisa Nicholas Cruz, the teen charged with killing 17 people at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Broward County, Florida, outside Fort Lauderdale, is expected to be in a courtroom this hour where his lawyers and the prosecutors and the judge will be setting a date for his trial to begin. The judge already ruled that despite having 30 grand to his name, Cruz will be represented by the public defender's office. Thanks, Evan. Stocks have been fluctuating. For now, they're higher. The Dow's up 11 points. Fox News, fair and balanced.